uh, welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with a full cast this week. Sean Bell. Hello. Matt Murray. Hello. James Farley. Hey. Sean, do you want to take five? Because um, I've got some business to sort out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm in, in the middle of cutting my toenails, so I'll just crack on with that. Okay, good. Don't worry. James, Matt. Yep. The fuck do you think you're doing? What uh, the fuck do you think you're playing at? Oh, I've just no realized. idea. <laughs> So, for the past, what, we, when did we start the computer game show? Uh, February, was it? February, March? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, that time. Um, you know, one of the long-running jokes was about how James has not got a PS4 and we've been telling him to get a PS4 and blah, blah, blah. James couldn't make the show last week, uh, which was unfortunate for us because it was the week that he bought a PS4 and No Man's Sky. And uh, we were looking forward to chatting to him. And... Um, I like I don't know why I'm doing this show anymore because I sit up until late be, but putting all the files together the night before doing a test run of the show uh, on the Tuesday. I listen to it at work, make notes of any uh, edits and stuff like that. And then that night I edit the show together. I'm usually up till late doing that and getting it all sent off and everything. Um, I'm putting all this effort into the show and you're pissing away one of the sort of plot build-ups we've been doing on fucking interface so so last week i'm sitting at work thinking okay we did a really good show with john denton it's a shame we didn't have james on to talk about him getting a ps4 get his thoughts on that console and then i'm seeing you tweeting oh the exclusive listen to james talk about the ps4 on interface what the fuck are you doing why are you like i don't mind you doing little side projects or whatever but not little if it's going to affect this podcast not if i'm it's going to affect this podcast Okay, first of all, you don't do always such a bang up job with the editing. We we all know what happened last week. James, James, you can you can piss around, right, all you want, but I'm being serious now because I put a lot of effort into this, right? Okay, I fucked up last week. Hold my hands up, sorry about that, right? But why are you right when you're going off and doing your little side thing, yeah? Why are you wasting fucking content on that? When you should be, it should be here. This is the computer game show. We talk about computer games here. And when you said I'm going to do interface. You said, oh, it's going to be, you know, a tech podcast. We'll talk about phones and that, right? And th- and then I listened to that last week and you're talking about the PS4, which which all could have been discussed on this show. And then I listened this week and you're talking about the fucking Vita. So it's kind of like, where's, where's your priorities? Yeah, but okay, this is... Where are we going to start with this? Because the thing is, right, is we were focusing only on hardware and stuff right, with okay, that. Right, okay, that's because totally I want to... That I want to pick you up on this as well, right? Because um, uh, what was it last week? You um, or when you announced this podcast to your eight listeners or whatever you've got, ten and said, oh, ten, okay, fine, uh, and then said, um, oh, here's how we're going to do it from now on. We're going to do hardware chat on interface, software chat on the computer game show. First of all, you don't decide what we talk about on this show. I do, right? You don't. <laughs> you don't make those. You don't make those rules up. Right, I make those rules up. You don't decide that. Secondly, when new hardware comes out, what are you going to do when me and Sean to talk about it? You're going to be, you're just going to keep quiet until you record the next interface. That's fucking bollocks. We've got a whole weekend planned around the PS Vita, uh, the PS VR coming out, and what are you going to do? Sit there in fucking silence? Well, we we were we see, me and Matt did talk about maybe another possible exclusive for that actually. Yeah, yeah. how yeah, about that, how really about you don't our plans? What, like, I don't understand where you're getting this fucking front from. You're Matt? supposed to be here 
talking about computer games and you're fucking off to interface interface <laughs> and here's another point don't plug your show on this sh- uh, don't plug our show on that show it's fucking embarrassing i heard matt oh if you're listening to this <laughs> and you haven't heard of the computer game show the only reason anyone's in, in listening to that matt is because they've heard of the computer game show okay and they for some fucked up weird reason they want to hear a little bit more of your voice Get your fucking priorities straight. Look, we, this look, is computer games. Look, we right? couldn't. The thing is, right, is I couldn't do this last week, right, for for yeah. reasons. And yeah. We couldn't. We couldn't let it go for like that amount of time. We just thought it'd Why be not? nice to have a little chat about, you know, just the hardware kind of stuff. Why and- not? You hadn't done a show for about two months, right? There must have been all sorts of phones and watches, and I don't know whatever the fuck it, those people were into to talk about. Why couldn't you have talked about two months worth of I don't know Windows updates or whatever. Well, Get on that shit. Right, Dave, I'm not sure if you heard, you obviously heard the show. Um, yeah, uh, we really wanted to save the chat about James's favourite settings for interface. We we I know that's great quality content, and I see maybe that you wanted to have that on this show, but we thought it would be selfish. And you know, what is James's favourite setting? I mean, listen yeah. to interface if you want to hear. You, I mean, you don't care about that here. stuff. You don't care about what that stuff, David. Fa- you know, it's you were like- talking. You were talking about the the dashboard and like bollocks. No, this is this is where you discuss computer games. You don't do it on interface. Have I made that clear? Otherwise, interface stops. We stop interface. <laughs> oh, we've got a great you, special you, lined up. Or the auto. Or <laughs> the the alternative to that is, is, I mean, we've got loads of people lined up to do this show. Right, we can get them on. Because if because if they're not going to go off and fucking spout all their other shit, Dave, there's people dying Dave, to get on this podcast. Us, who's going to do the Twitter and who's going to copy and paste the emails in? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Who's you want to read the emails and oh, other other people? No, it's it, You know they can't use Twitter.com and they can't post the emails in. I think. Yeah, I don't. James I don't know who. I don't we, know. We know what else. happened last time when you tried to read emails, David. It's, I don't know yeah. anyone else, yes, right? We actual complaints could... from the listener. I do, yeah, I don't know anyone else that could possibly tweet and copy and paste. I don't know anyone else that could do that. that that's my yeah, point. Exactly. Right. You I mean, saved that's your job. Probably just just keep James and I. I mean, you know, um, I don't think it's anything wrong. Listen, I think it's a great show. Uh, no right? They want to no, hear. No publicity is bad publicity. So um, search your interface if you want to so listen to that on the app st- on on the iTunes store, whatever. That's... I've got no problem. I've got no problem with you plugging that show. I've got no problem with it. What I've got a problem with is you fucking around on there doing stuff that you shouldn't be when you should be doing it on here. All right, right Dad. You you can't you can't control what we talk about on there. This you is... can't control what we talk about on here either. But you when fucking tried. When? Oh, well, we're only doing software chat on the computer game show, and it's hardware chat on the interface. Come on, come on, guys. Come that, on. That we... wasn't one hundred percent serious. We put we put so much more effort into this. This is the main show. You should get the leftovers. That's it. But interface started before, so if anything, that that should take priority. Matt, yeah. Matt, you use a, a, a stock garage band intro theme tune. Yeah, that should be enough to tell you where the where where you should be putting your efforts into. Yeah, we've got like a Squarespace um, site and everything, interface? and people can like download much more quickly our show. Yeah, they can download it because there's only about six people fucking listening to it, James. Also, James, I'm hosting his new one, so you're slagging me off there. <laughs> so have I made, just have I made my point clear? This is the computer game show. This is where we talk about computer games. Don't try and break it up hardware, software, because that's bollocks too, right? If if that 
opportunity if that whole thing arises again you fucking save it all right okay. and you certainly don't go on twitter and start oh the only place you can hear what james thinks of the ps4 Th- that's horseshit that's I, I, I was gonna tweet in. i was gonna tweet from the computer game show thing to like promote it but i didn't mate you know, if you'd have done that i'd have fucking changed the password and i ain't even joking <laughs> I'd have changed the password, and uh, I I don't know if we'd be hearing your voice right now if that had happened. <laughs> if you're totally honest, look, Dave, I just want to say um, sorry. Well, how no? I just want to say, you know, um, interfacepodcast.squarespace.com is is the website if you want to subscribe to to the show and um, let's get on with the rest of this show. Because no, 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 no. I need I need to hear I need to hear from your voices that this that we ain't gonna we ain't gonna have this discussion again. That this ain't going to be a problem again. Oh, it's, it's not a problem at our end. It's fine, isn't it, James? Yeah, it's it's absolutely fine. Yeah, we had a well, great show prob- this week, by the way. It's it really, is your really problem. Good. It is your problem, your end. If I'm going to replace you with someone, so you've got to decide. What what do you want to be on the computer game show and do a tech podcast on the side, or do you want to do interface? It's your choice. Uh, can Can James and I confer? Yep, yeah, go for it. We had a banging one the other day. It was yeah. it was great. How, Sean, I mean, I'm this, not. This week's was good, wasn't it, James? Sean, yeah. what what do you think about this? I've only, I've only just come back, mate. I've just been. You know, when you oh, do your toenails, fu- then you feel like you should wash your hands. Yeah, no, like, no you can't smell it on your fingers, but I, I, you just I, I, know. And James and I are the ones in the firing line. Sean is like, if he's not reading New No Man's Sky release notes, he's cutting his nails. I d- I, d- uh, Sean Sean has earned the right to do what the fuck he wants. He's built a name before Joypod. <laughs> you two <laughs> haven't. Sorry, did you not hear me, Wally? Did I not hear him with Wally? No, Morolly, I forget it. Which again was on Joypod. No one would know who you were without me. All right, that's a fact. <laughs> that's um... just a fa- that's just a fact. Okay, so show a little bit of fucking respect. That's all I'm saying. That's all I've got to say. If it happens again, then I mean I don't know what. I mean, you, I, you, I please say you're going back on your whole software hardware bullshit, right? Well, we have, to, we have to have a team meeting after this, James and I. And I don't know to... what you. I don't know why this is even up for discussion, Matt. I don't know if you're fucking around or. I don't what. know why. Why can't we just get on with the show? Because look, we, this is this is going on for too long. It's, What's the point? Know? What's the point in getting on with the show when you when? Uh, I don't, mate, I tell you what. If I was in your shoes, James, I'd be fucking apologising right about now, and that's all I've got to say. Well, you know that's right. not going to happen. So. Sean, anything to add? Um, I mean, I. Uh, I mean, I, I you know I I know what it's like having to juggle two shows. It's tough. Again, you're you're in a situation now, right? Yeah. Where I I can't I I'm not, I haven't got a problem with you. Yeah. Who should have a problem with you is Andy Hamilton because <laughs> you've essentially done to him what these two have done to me, right? <laughs> Go so on. so I haven't got Does a problem with you. Exclusive on Midrez. I got a problem <laughs> with those two. If it's Andy's. You know, if Andy's happy with what you're doing, then fine. But I ain't fucking happy with what these two are doing. Mm. Just going off and trying to get their own audience. It's a piss take. Okay? Because I could just cut you off like that, boys. (laughs) Simple as that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just want to say, I mean, yeah, we'll... we'll, Sorry. No, 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 of course not. No, I mean, the pod on Twitter, we will definitely try not to. Uh, When we post... We'll we'll minimise that as well, um, and we certainly won't mention it on the podcast, which is available on. No, but we won't mention anything on about that. 
on the, the listeners the, won't have heard any of that they would have heard a lot of bleeping and and all sorts of edit in there so you know respect who edits the podcast is the second law well, there depends if you leave it in or not like last week <laughs> fair, play. fair play right okay should we get on with the show yes yep. please yeah no. good um matt you want to do a bit of a follow-up from last week don't you yeah well, we had had loads of people getting in touch with uh, uh with us over the week just talking about various things we mentioned last week so um nathan got in touch to say that we definitely have seen uh Colleen, which is the um the well I, 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 how would you describe it sean um how well, what you mentioned last week uh sort of mad sort of built up shanty town that sort of like became this sort of entire block where everyone was living in like weird sort of kind of horrible conditions but it was like this sort of totally self-sufficient weird little society that was like totally cut off but used to sort of nick um electricity and water and stuff from the outside world yes yeah, so that's actually uh, the war actually happening in the world but you mentioned it obviously in relation to, to days x and uh, and nathan said we have everyone's seen it because it's been in black ops and it's been also in Bloodsport. and he linked to a really great article on 99 percent visible.org um so um yeah can that. i just say fun, I don't, fun I don't... fact 99 percent oh, invisible when people link to episodes of that show everyone thinks it's just an article and that's pretty funny for a podcast that's all about design um <laughs> that is um I don't know what Bloodsport is, but um, Black Ops, right? Isn't it depressing that there's a set setting like that that's so interesting and fascinating? And I had no idea. I've played Black Ops. I had no idea it was in that game. Just <laughs> yeah. because I don't do anything to try and make it look like distinctive or interesting at all. It's, no, uh, I really don't. Uh, those Call of Duty boys need to sort it out. Yeah. Um, we also had a couple of tweets. Um, saying that John Denton should basically get back into podcasting. Dan, uh, Fade and MFC, and Hayes Red Mist both uh, said that uh, it was great him being on the show and that he should get back into it. And, you know, I, I sort of agree. Um, so do I. And I think, John, that there's going to be two open spaces and you're a big enough personality to fill them both, mate. So listen to next week's interface to find out if you've got a job or not. I next did, question. I did notice, hang on, on I did notice on the, on the sh- notes we got here, Matt, you didn't bother to change, you know, John's name, you know, back to mine again. Just left it. <laughs> have I? <laughs> James, James, that's the least of your worries, mate. What was the next thing you got to say, Matt? Um, oh, just uh, the I, I asked if um, what games we were playing in a neutral times of existence, and uh, it's interesting. Skate Free <laughs> obviously came up. Also, neutral times of existence. I I thought about that and laughed about five times over the week. Um, <laughs> I don't know where that come from. You know, I really wasn't neutral last times week, of existence, which was last your, week. My head was, your was way not... of saying games you play when you sort of don't really want to think about it. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, like sort of when you've got nothing to actually play. There's always a game that you sit down and play in the gaps between yeah, games that you're focusing on. Yeah. Yeah, neutral times of existence. Yeah. Um, the problem was I'd driven home from Wales uh, that day, and Reading Festival had just finished, so the M4 was a bit of a cunt, and it ruined my brain. So I was coming out with shit like that. It is amazing stuff, actually, and that's that's a that's a phrase now that I'm going to keep with me for a long, long time. Anyway, so people were saying skate free, uh, Spelunky. If you've got a couple of mentions for Spelunky, uh, Division, Rocket League, No Man's Sky. I think No Man's Sky is quite a good, quite a good one. But uh, Rocket League's it, a standard, mate. Yeah, so Spelunky. I've never really played that game, but I've heard so many good things about it. I'd How have you not played it? it? Well, you no, had I played a, a little bit on Vita. I played a little bit on Vita, but I didn't really give enough time. I can I played like an hour or two. It looked like it would just infuriate me. I played it for a couple of hours on the PS4 when it went on the PS Plus or whatever, but mm. man, that game just infuriated me. It's like, one uh, of those games you can sort of appreciate what it does. And it, like, it is such a fucking smart game and it is really good, but you like you can sort of get that in like half an hour. 
and be like, I see everything this does and how fucking brilliantly designed it is. But it's really aggravating to play. Yeah, it really is. I'm bad at it. It is because you you you'll the the problem is right. You'll fuck up, and it's clear that you fucked up because you haven't looked or you you yeah. haven't noticed something. Which is the beauty of it, and that's yeah. why it's so well designed. Considering it's you know all the levels are automatically generated and stuff. There's enough rules to the way things are generated that yeah, like you say, there's never a trap that you couldn't have seen first or or something like that. No, but my personality does not fit in with that game. I just yeah. remembered, like, for the two hours that I played it, the amount of times I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> of my voice that I just, yeah, yeah. yeah. weird. And uh, uh, and that's it from follow up. Well, I thought it'd be good, it'd be good to have, have a little chat about stuff we were we've been tweeting us over the week. Yeah, cool. Um, and you can tweet us by tweeting what Matt uh, at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. So if you would like to see Matt and James fired for their um, betrayal, then. Send send your tweet in. It's a bit harsh. Yeah. Fucking a face. Hashtag fucking a face. Um, news this week. Well, we were you all very excited. We need to we need to talk about the events around this, right? Um, Nintendo's 3DS Direct. Because I'll be honest with you, I as Sean said, I turned him to him the day that it was announced. Because at the beginning of that week, we had the announcement that there was a new 3DS hitting the market. We spoke about it last week. <laughs> the Galaxy 3DS, um, which I was kind of like, what the f-? we were all like, what the fuck is this about? Then after we recorded the show, Nintendo said, there's a 3DS Direct at the end of the week. And I was kind of like, well, this has got to be linked then, hasn't it? It's got to be linked. There's got to be something here. And then by the time that the 3D, uh, 3DS Direct started, a title popped into my head. Super Mario uh, 3D Universe or Galaxy, or whatever. And I just thought, yeah, obviously, it do- it wouldn't be the Mario Galaxy games. It would be a new game in the style of the 3D games, but, you know, set in with a, you know, Galaxy, Mario Galaxy twist. Um, so I was I was texting you guys going, I've got this title, man, it's going to be announced, trust me. And, uh, yeah, we got to the end of it, and new. So that really was the weirdest <laughs> so, you know, announcement think, ever. I think where you went wrong there is thinking that Nintendo make new games. What did you think happy. about the Galaxy thing, James? Because you weren't on last week. Well, the thing is about that is, yeah, that, that whole thing was really weird. Like, you know, especially the way they were promoting it like really heavily. And in the direct they kept on like talking about it as well. Like, you know, they had all those like little bits with like Reggie sort of like, you know, trying to find it and everything. And it was like they were shadowing something that was gonna come at the end that was like gonna be a big announcement and then yeah. there wasn't one. Yeah, then nothing, nothing happened. But, I mean, loads of people thought it was going to be like Mario Galaxy, and I just couldn't see that because I just don't think that the 3DS could do it justice. But I, I, I really thought it was going to be one of those, like, they were going to announce a bundle. And I was just thinking, okay, you've got, like, Galaxy, Space, maybe it's going to be Federation Force. You know, they're just going to, like, announce some sort of bundle or something with that. But they did nothing. It, it just is utterly bizarre. The whole thing is just really strange. I think the only the only thing that sort of explains it in my head right is that it could be down to pleasing investors oh look we've you know we've just announced a new 3ds hit in the market you know what i mean to keep them quiet a little bit because i know that their um their shares have been shaky after people realized that they didn't make pokemon <laughs> go <laughs> yeah, but the thing about that is that you say it's like it's not even a new 3ds is it it's like the hardware is identical it's just got different faceplates that's no, it i know i know but like um Again, it shows that they're actually putting something out. 
Um, and that tends to keep investors quiet for a little bit. It's like when you look at those launch parties that these games do, and they only really do it so the celebrities tweet about it, and they're going, oh, look who's talking about this game, to show investors that people are interested in it, when it's all actually just complete bullshit. doesn't matter. As long as they've got something down that they're releasing, that investors will think will make money. I mean, God, no. I mean... That's not the bit that weirds me out. It's not the release of it that weirds me out. It's the, the what's on it that I just can't get my head around. Like how that ever got agreed at any sort of board meeting. Like it's weird. But anyway, fine. So the the uh, the Nintendo Direct. What was announced? Should we run through it? Yep. Uh, I've got a list in front of me. They started with uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. This was announced. When was this officially announced? Okay. I don't even. They all just blur into ages ago. It yeah. doesn't matter, does it? There always it's, seems to be a new Pokemon game coming. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and it's a new one after um, the uh, po- Pokemon Go. So fair enough. Yeah, I, sales of this one are going to be yeah. off the chart, aren't they? Yeah, they they probably will be. Um, and especially when I think 2DS, uh, when the 2DS, when it gets near Christmas, I think the 2DS bundles with. Um, uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon yeah. coming out is going to be a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think there's any getting away with that because I mean everyone's seen their kids playing the the mobile game, and once the adverts hit, you know, a hundred pound for a two DS and this game, that I think parents will lap it up. But there you go. Um, then they went on to Mario Sports Superstars, which was a lovely moment for me watching. Everyone com- who usually complains about sports and how <laughs> shit football is and this, that, and the other suddenly going mental because Mario was stuck in it. <laughs> if, if it helps, I'm a bit uh, disturbed that the football mode and it seems to be a proper 11 aside thing rather than just a new Mario Strikers. Really? 11 aside? Have they got enough characters to cover that? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's 11 oh. aside. I'm sure they, uh, I'm sure they made a point it. of it being like, oh, it's basically yeah, a definitely football game. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Well, anyway, I've heard good things about it. I mean, I was listening to the uh, direct at work. I wasn't actually watching it. I just had the sound up, so I didn't see what it was like. But um, I've heard that it could actually potentially be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the only problem is, I mean, it's not for me because uh, I've played Mario Strikers and stuff and people like that game and I just can't. I'm like, mate, come on. <laughs> Do well, you know I mean, what I mean? If it like, is more of a proper football game, then maybe this, this will be all right. It's not that easy, though. No. Do you know what I mean? It's not like I I respect Nintendo, and I think they're incredible at creating games. Creating a football game is not as easy as you might think, mm-hmm. as, especially if you're going for that audience, which yeah. I don't think they are. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's another game to put out. You know, around Christmas time, is it coming out this year? Uh, I think it is. Right. This was in the 2016 portion of the direct. Yeah. I think. Um, I think it's coming out this year, and again on Nick Junior, we will soon see non-stop adverts for a Mario football game, and um, it's another real thing. Real time out, actually out next spring. Oh, yeah. Really, Mario Sports Superstars is out next spring. Yeah, good, okay. good. That, that's a that's a great um, great clash with the NX, which <laughs> or is it? Or is yeah, it? Yeah, well, well, this is the other rumor doing the rounds, but we'll get there. Uh, I mean, it, it just be, it'll be interesting to see with Mario Sports Superstars, like how, given that obviously we've had, uh, you know, strikers and tennis and golf. So is this just going to be like a kind of shit version of all those, or is it just um, like, or is it just going to be literally like 
five sports that could stand on their own as individual games. Did I read that sales for those those sports game have gone gone down a bit? I don't know. I think I I'm I'm sure I read an article when the last tennis game came out that it was a bit of a flop. I mean, it was on the Wii U, so I mean that's kind of uh, a given. But I think a better idea would be to take all these games and stick them in one, and then mm. well, I, I don't know, maybe that's what they're going for. Maybe this is them testing the water for what they do with those Mario sports games on the NX. You know what I mean? Yeah. If this sells well, then maybe we'll see a lot more of these games all coming together in one package rather than trying to flog them all for 50 quid and actually getting nowhere with it. Mm. Um, Skyward Sword on the Wii U. Well, we know that looks good, but, you know, long way off from that. Uh, Pikmin for the 3DS. It's not, so no, just... no, it's, that's out now. That's yeah, out now. right now. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, sorry, it's I'm not a, confused it's not like a, one. It's not a remastered version or anything. It's just no, it's, it's literally just re-release of the... Um... Of the uh, Wii version, it? you said you said this is this is what was confusing me because you um, were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, James. Mm. And when you were reviewing it, you said it just really lacks the charm of uh, Wind Waker. But then when you were chatting about it on the podcast, you said it was better. No, Twilight Princess, that was not this one. Ah, R- oh, I got you. So which one did you review? I reviewed uh, Twilight Princess. But you said Twilight Princess was better than Wind Waker. Yes, controversially. Well, to, thought... to which I've had quite a lot of people <laughs> agreeing with me, but you know, really, I, d- yeah. I don't know enough about it to be honest with you. I didn't play enough of it, but I oh, fucking know too many Zelda games. Let's chill out, lads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then yeah, then it was Pikmin for the 3DS. So that's a, a, a side-scrolling Pikmin game, is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean that that really looked like um, you know that March of the Minis. You know, it's like that kind yeah. of thing where it's like kind of like constructing stuff, you know, to get through. Kind of like Lemmings or whatever. Mm. Which is always, I mean, Pikmin's always been a bit like that, but in my opinion, a better version. So, um, yeah, I did. I, I mean, fair enough. It was a nice little surprise, and uh, people seem to really like the look of it. So, um, yeah, fair play, Nintendo. Um, the next announcement, right? I don't want to slag this off too much, right? It's Super Mario Maker for the 3DS, right? Come which, on, it makes no sense at all. No, it's better than it not being on there at all. But the whole point with Mario Maker is sharing levels and going onto the internet and downloading all these levels and this, that, and the other. And this has none of that, does it? It's local. got no course ID stuff. It's nope. got local multiplayer. I mean, this this really kind of like shows like Nintendo are not really seeing outside of Japan, if you see what I mean. Because yeah. like in Japan, uh, maybe yeah. people will do this. You know, they'll like you know do it like locally. But outside of Japan, no one does that. So Sorry uh... to to explain what 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 I mean is that in in on the Wii U version, which is wonderful, I love that game, uh, Mario Maker. You can create a level, you upload it to the server, you get a course ID, you can tweet that out or whatever, and then you, if you want to play someone's level, you just type their course ID in, or you can follow your friend, and then every time they upload one, you can just play their course and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, the 3DS version, you can obviously create your own courses and you can play the sort of ones made by Nintendo, but you can't actually just play random courses. Um, and it's also dropped the the mystery mushroom that turns you into various different characters, which I've never been a massive fan of in Mario Maker anyway, so I didn't see that as a big problem. But sure, surely a big problem is it's like having YouTube, but <laughs> only videos that you make in it. Like, it's just weird. <laughs> Can it's you just... can you like upload them to the um to the Wii U version? Is that possible? 
I don't think so because they're not cross. Didn't he say that, that you could? I can't remember. What he, he said, said something he, like like it said something really vague, wasn't it? Like oh, you can't transfer them across, but we're working hard to make sure there's loads for you to play or something. Yeah, which to me yeah. sounds like we're going to make loads of levels and stick them on there. Going to nick all you your EU levels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're going to redo your and sell them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe that's what they're thinking. But as I said, I can take the piss out of that as much as I want, which is so easy to do because it's like the main bit of Mario Maker missing from the 3DS version. Um, but at the end of the day, it's better than not having Mario Maker on there. And if it was one or the two, then I'd rather it be on there like this than not be on there at all, I guess. Yeah, according to the um, thing I'm reading now on Polygon, it says that this going to feature 100 built-in Nintendo-designed uh, courses, but you won't be able mm. to search for specific Wii U courses based on their course ID. Right. Because yeah, they've like, taken all that shit that. out. Yeah. Which is just weird. And especially considering pretty much all of them use that, that mystery mushroom, then uh, it's not really surprising. Um, See, it would also be nice, though, if they'd have done something like more specific to like the handheld like Mario games. Do you know what I mean? Like add some like stuff like Super Mario Land and stuff like that in. Yeah, good. but then mm. the moment they did that, people would complain with the Wii U version. Like, why is it not in that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. All fifteen uh, people that are playing it still probably. I think yeah. it's still popular, isn't it? I still yeah, see I... lots of people streaming it and stuff. I think so, but not obviously as popular as. I mean, I mean the reason. I mean, this is the whole thing with this whole like direct is it was just all these like Wii U games that obviously haven't sold as well as they want them to because they're on Wii U, just chucking them out on 3DS instead. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a shame. I, I don't see that as a problem, really. But I mean, that's fine. No, it's, not a, it's not a problem. It's just kind of sucks, really, doesn't it? Because it's like the Wii U version is definitely going to be the best out of all of these. And yeah, no but it'll sell it. less. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the sad. That's the sad. Well, it's fact. like the you know, it's like the Monster Hunter thing. The Monster Hunter Three came out on or Three Ultimate came out on Wii U and 3DS, and everyone was like, "Well, if you're really playing it seriously, you want the Wii U version. The 3DS version is sort of cool to have." And then Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate came out and it was just on the 3DS. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, it's still amazing, but it'd be nice if it was on the telly. And then yeah, they've, yeah. Just, they've just completely ditched the Wii U with it now. I wonder yeah, how, well, the difference is with like Super Smash Bros., you know, how that did, you know, on 3DS compared with Wii U. That's a point. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, it must, yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? Do you remember maybe they're doing this just to make the NX seem better? Because then when the, <laughs> N- when the NX comes out, they're just going to be like, right. Yeah, we've released 3DS versions of all these games and they were bollocks. That's not a thing anymore. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just one version for both. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you could do Super Mario Maker and take it online. <laughs> Imagine that. that. <laughs> um, then they went on to Street Pass stuff, which only really James cares about. <laughs> I, I, I like Street Pass stuff. I mean, I've had a go on uh, Street Pass Racer. Um, and it, was, it was fine. Can I, can I ask you a question for you to be totally honest with me, Sean? <laughs> yeah, go on. Before the Street Pass racer, mm-hmm. when was the last time you did any Street Pass stuff? Oh, it's been fucking ages, but then that's yeah, mainly because I live in Shitville. Um, <laughs> like, it's, like the, <laughs> the thing with Street Pass is if I'm going to London, like part of me is like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'll actually be able to play some of these Street Pass games, but then I'm aware that I'm sitting on my 3DS at a time where I'm effectively on holiday and yeah. like I should be out doing stuff. Um, yeah. So to go to London and then sit staring at my 3DS because I've got some street passes sort of feels like it's missing the point. Go and so, have a little walk down a, near the Thames, know what I mean? What were the old down down the River Thames. Let's go down the River Thames with fucking glass and cut. No, I'm <laughs> fine. 
Um, so I still use it like pretty much daily. I know because you're pathetic. No, it's I because suppose where if I go... I, like if you if you live somewhere where you where you are regularly street passing people and like you can use it on a commute or whatever, that'd be wicked. But well, when I go not, to work, it's like university, so there's just tons of people there. Mm. And you know, definitely you're going to pick some up. Yeah, I remember yeah. when I went to uh, visit James where he lives, and uh, we went to the high street, and we were going into um, game to buy something. Mm. <laughs> and he turned to his wife and went, "Can you get my 3ds out of the bag? Because I, I just want to put it in my pocket when I walk into game." <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off, James! Is that How a, old are right? You? Is that? I'm, I'm sure one of our listeners will know. I'm pretty sure that's the thing that game like force their staff to do, isn't it? Because every, every no, branch they, of game, there's someone who always has the 3DS on. No, they've it's got, like they've the got a thing. I think Nintendo had like things put in the stores actually for it because ah, it does it does like sense. a relay thing. Like so, whenever you, oh, yeah. oh, I don't want to get into this. It's you know it's pathetic. But yeah, you, you every time you go in there, you're guaranteed ten. Like guaranteed. Like, every okay. time you go in there. James, your birthday is November the seventh. How old are you? Can we can we just move on? How old are you? How old are you this year? I want to talk. I want to talk about the actual games because how old are you this year? I'm not talking about that. How old are you this year? It's not. I'm not talking about hardware, so you can talk about this. How old are you this year? The wrong side of (laughs) thirty-five. There we go. Right. Uh, What was next? Mario Party Star Rush. Okay. Absolutely. What's that? that? Hasn't Mario Party been shit for ages now? It's always been shit, but at least it's been like. (laughs) Fun like Mario Party always used to infuriate me because I played the N sixty four one loads and you'd be playing with all your mates and you'd spend hours on it and the mate mm. that was doing the shit like that absolute crap throughout the whole thing would suddenly get a load of bonus stars at the end and win it. <laughs> you'd just be like, Oh fuck off. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um but yeah, no, it's I mean, I've got time for Mario Party. I just don't understand who still plays it. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know anyone that sits and plays a new Mario Party when it comes out. Like it, like maybe that's a <laughs> thing if like you've got family around on Christmas Day or something. No, because suppose... even the mini games are like far too difficult for mm. like you have you just clean up. Mm. And then your so nan will win because she got, you know, the most <laughs> sixes rolled or something. <laughs> Like, See, my oh, daughter's off, my daughter's got a copy on 2DS, and she always asks me to play it, and I I, I can't do it. It's it's just really boring. <laughs> it's just not really it's just not really that fun to play. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. They used to be it used to be cracking games. Um, okay, uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf. They're, so they're releasing new stuff for New Leaf, are they? Yeah, yeah they're updating it. Didn't really follow this. They're it's updating like... it with like amiibo stuff, and like you can. The, uh. Do you know? Because you know there was the um, Happy House designer came out. Oh yeah. 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 And then you had like all those cards that you could buy in packs so that you could like design people's houses. Mm. I think apparently they're going to be like you can use those in New Leaf as well. Oh, okay. I mean, it's pretty impressive because I mean, this that came out in like 2013, I think it was. Yeah. And this is like three years later and it's still, I mean, there are people, I mean, I don't play it anymore because my daughter deleted my town. But <laughs> two two years of, uh, I don't want to that again. How are but, yeah. you on November the 7th, James? <laughs> 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 You're not being fair, but anyway, it's um, yeah, it, it, yeah. There's new stuff coming, so that's pretty good, I think. No dad should ever say I'm not playing it anymore because my daughter deleted my town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a lovely, relaxing game, David. You know, it's just I know you only like stuff with guns in and stuff like that, but this it was a nice. Game. I can love it, mate. Popping people yeah. in the head. Me Plaza was uh, discussed next. We could probably brush over that. Same with Dragon Quest. What is it? Dragon Quest 7 and 8. 8, So 7 is a re-release of the PS2 one, which by all accounts is very good, but decidedly old old school. Like, you'll fight through a dungeon, get to the boss, 
And it's like, oh, guess what? The boss is far too hard. You've got to just run around the dungeon for a bit and get tougher. It's a very, very, very long game. Yeah, It's it's a long time to get through. Well, you should be able to get through it just in time for Dragon Quest VIII, (laughs) uh, which... Which is fine. Uh, what's you, you okay watch? Because my stream cut out at this point. So you okay watch. watch. Was this okay a, watch? Um, this is this was a collaboration with someone, wasn't it? Have I made that up? It's no. It's it's some media kind of tie-in. I think you know they yeah. got like a cartoon and the whole, yeah. the whole thing. I don't care. It's, yeah, I've, I've played been... the played the demo of the first one and then heard the new one was on the way and I thought, like, well, what's going on? Speaking Please. of not caring, Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice. <laughs> More Sonic, guys. We can't wait for that little blue prick to come and give us attitude. Um, and this time he's doing it with fire and ice. How does he do it? Find out only on 3DS. <laughs> um, this was quite exciting for me. Yoshi's Woolly World uh, is coming to 3DS. Mm, and now I shit. understand that Wii U is not exactly the most popular console. So if you own a 3DS or a 2DS and don't own a Wii U and haven't played Yoshi's Woolly World, get it. It's it's phenomenal. It's yeah. such a cracking little game. Um, I absolutely loved every minute of playing that. Um, highly recommended. And don't be fooled by the first few worlds thinking that it's piss easy because it gets hard uh, and it gets a lot more interesting as well. Um, I absolutely loved that game, so I'm kind of happy that's coming to 3DS and more people will be playing it. Mm. Uh, I just saw the visuals and they're clearly, you know, scaled down, which is a shame because it looks absolutely incredible on the Wii U, but uh, that's to be expected, I guess. Mm. But it's um, got some new bits in it, hasn't it? Has it? It's got Yeah, it's got some levels with Poochie in it. Oh, no, no the, the, the um, Wii U version's got Poochie in it. Okay, well, they made a big deal about it being Yoshi's Woolly Worlds and Poochie or something. That's bizarre because yeah. you can you you can actually have Poochie in every single level on uh, oh, that's right. Yoshi's World as an upgrade. Yeah, you can buy him. Can't you? you can buy him. Yeah, mm. uh, which is especially weird for the for the lava levels because surely he just walks <laughs> off the thing and dies. And <laughs> no, he's, and isn't be... he just in, invulnerable to it? He just runs I can't remember. Like uh, as we lamp. all know, dogs <laughs> can walk on lava. Yeah, that famous fact. Um, and uh, the last game, I don't know what this is. Ever Oasis? It's a fucking JRPG with action elements. Who cares? Why are they ending on that? I don't know. Well, I don't think they ended... Because I think this this list is from the American one, right? I was watching the European one, where Ever Oasis was stuck in sort of halfway through. And mm. I just... Yeah. A couple of years, we'll get our own British one, won't we? Hey, boys. Fucking come on in. You Take back ca- control. <laughs> <laughs> control or delete. I just, uh, I just right. thought maybe some people don't. Okay. No, I am absolutely <laughs> not being serious. Just to be <laughs> just the first, it's just the first thing that popped into my head, Matt. Neutral of existence. That's what happened this week in the world of computer games. Um, let's talk about what we've been playing. And I think I would like to start. I've got quite a long list, so I'll break it up with you guys if that's okay. Right. Um, but I'll call We're back to the last punctuation between your beautiful sentences, Dave. Don't worry about it. I didn't know. Did I do something wrong there? What? No. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so self-conscious now after my neutral times of existence thing. Ever Jane. I went went back to it. I went back to it. I went to it after hearing you talk about it. And my God, Matthew Murray, you need to get on that computer game. Well, just reading the pictures you sent me was hilarious. Honestly, 
I honestly, I sat and played it. I've only played it one evening and I played it for about an hour and a half, but I was in tears of laughter, mm-hmm. holding my stomach. I just played it on my own. Because the beautiful thing, if you didn't listen to last week's show, Ever Jane is a sort of social game, a lot like Second Life. In fact, exactly like Second Life. However, it's set in the world of Jane Austen and there's people there that really take it seriously, <laughs> which means that, I, I, I mean, I see the bad side of, like winding people up because it's their safe space and they might be using it to just like lose themselves in. They get some dickhead come in and wind them up. But it is so easy to do it on that <laughs> game. Like all you've got to do is drop a bit of like new language, like current day language in it. You know what I mean? And they just don't know what to do. They yeah. don't know how to handle it. Um, I mean, <laughs> there was like, there was this bloke called something Lockbridge come in. Percy Lockbridge, he walked into the room and I just went, Lockbridge, mate, how's it going? And he, and he was like, oh, hello, sir. I do not believe we have met before. And I was like, yes, we did. Don't you remember about four years ago when we were traveling across Europe? Do you remember? And he goes, oh, yes, I do remember that. What a pleasure to see you again. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? It was great. I mean, the others called you Cockbridge, but, you know, I thought that was bang out of order. <laughs> it's just like, they just don't know how to, how to act. Um, the other thing is another fun thing to do is to try and talk in a uh, like in their old fashioned way but getting it a little bit wrong like one of the sentences I put out was could anyone point me to the lavatory as I would like to excrete (laughs) it was just like I just don't know what to do (laughs) and I was getting arguments because I was calling people their names before they'd introduce themselves because their names are floating above their fucking heads so like you were using first names weren't you and and people would like sort of be an asterisk as if it was an action where it like looks down at the floor with disdain as she's just been referred to by by her first name with someone who she's not acquainted (laughs) there's there's also right and I know this is bad but I wanted to test it out yeah but (laughs) there's a lot of um, female characters in the game. And back then, people were pretty sexist and it wasn't looked down on, right? In this, <laughs> because you're in mo- Hulk Heaven. Because it's, like, it's, it's finally <laughs> found a game that is right for him. <laughs> because, it's, because it's modern day, like the people there are actually like living in modern day, obviously, but, but they're trying to role play back this old fashioned thing. They act a lot more Larry. And if you challenge that <laughs> to try and be more factually correct, they don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> it's just really fucking with their heads that I love. It's the will messed up. Like, fucking. I mean, it's, dare we, it's shit. To, dare we ask it, what you were saying, Dave? Um, I was just like telling people to address me in a certain way and um, telling people to go and get the sandwiches and shit like that. <laughs> was, I mean, it was pretty bad, but they were Please like, I've got all these sandwiches. <laughs> I called myself Lord Turnip because then I thought, well, if I'm a lord, then people like I can rub that in people's faces. And like half of them would go along with it and like, hello, my lord, and all that sort of stuff. And half of them just refused. And then it was really like, it's going in there and breaking with the convention of role play to see how they handle it. You know what I mean? Just putting a little crack in their world and it freaks them out. And But, but what I really liked, because by the end of it, I thought, just as I was logging off, I thought, well, I've wound them up. And to be fair, they haven't like threatened to kick me out or anything like that. Um, so the way you do it, you put like double brackets uh, to come out of character and just say something. So like people were doing but double brackets and saying, oh, right, just click this button to get this to work and blah, 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 blah. And um, 
So I went into double brackets and just said, hey, look, I really like what you're doing here. This is quite nice, isn't it? You're all doing this. Sorry, sorry, I was fucking around. I was just having a laugh. Like, thanks for not, like, all like having a pop at me and the people that were role playing hating me in the game were like oh see you later mate hope to see you again soon and I was just like <laughs> oh actually they're just nice people just, just a bit obviously a bit weird but <laughs> see um, I've, got, I've got to ask a question though how is this not being like completely trolled die heaven though well I don't yeah. think it's really known yet is it is it out there has it not got much really coverage known. I don't think so no because I, I mean, I, it, got, it, I, was, it was kickstarted and they made like I don't know, I can't remember how much it was, but it did all right. Obviously, well, obviously it did because it got made. Um, it was over 100 grand. Yeah, yeah. That is nuts, man. 100 grand for that. Fucking hell. And I mean, there is some shit in that game that you just think, for example, I can't, you can't look left and right and up and down unless you're, like, I'm using a MacBook, so I have to press both fingers down on my trackpad and then move to look around. Um, and then it said, oh, controller support. So I plugged my controller in. The right stick does nothing. The left stick, you strafe left and right and forward and back, but you can't look around properly. Um, also, it's got the weirdest font that is trying to look like script, but mm. you just can't read anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the long the and short chat of it. Is back. It is back, and it is bad in that game. But um, who cares? I think we should all get together. And what I want to do, because I was chatting to Joe about this last week, uh, Joe Scrabbles, and saying, what I want to do is get a big group of us together to do it but then like kind of write a script or not not a script but like a like a plot like, that plays yeah, yeah, out yeah. while we're there just to see if anyone gets involved with it and stuff um all going acting like we don't know each other we could be on skype together so we can chat through <laughs> the plot as we're doing it and then uh yeah and then just do this whole performance for anyone else that happens to be in that server <laughs> uh, i just registered an account and i'm downloading the client right now get in there Matt. Uh, get in there james Matt, you need to get on this, mate. You love it. I'll do it. It sounds amazing. While we're on you, Matt, what have you been playing this week? I'm playing the Battlefield 1 beta. So have I. What do you think? I think I've put a little bit more time into it than you have. Yeah, I've only, I've only played play for, play for a couple of hours, uh, sadly. But um, from what I've played so far, I mean, I, 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 how, I think the beta's on... I don't think they've actually confirmed when it's ending, or at least they hadn't up until a couple of days ago. Um, well, it got so, fucking But I'm hacks, definitely going to get back into it. Yeah, it got hacked. The yeah, the servers went down for the the whole EA servers went down. It just it, it wasn't just uh, for that, but like people couldn't play FIFA or anything. Um, it's it just shows you how hard it is to get a game like that right because right now it's not in a great state, and no. um, that's not. I don't. I'm not worried about it. They'll get it right before it comes out. I'm but I'm pretty sure they're just the, getting feedback. The weird thing is that it feels like it, it's in a much worse state now than it felt like it was on the closed alpha, but. I'm going to assume because that closed alpha had much less people on it, whereas this, it, it feels like it might be struggling with all the people. And, you know, the fact is I only code plus all the people plus a hack. It just didn't feel like a very stable thing at all. Whereas There's some weird things in it where, um, uh, so enemy tanks are, are quite powerful in this. Uh, and the only way to take them down is with these huge sort of grenade things you get if you're a support Um uh, class and uh, they're not quite as powerful as they need to be. So at the moment, if um, certainly in rush, if you're attacking, you just get in a tank and blast away like it's insane. Um, I did have a few moments where I really got into it, but um, yeah, there's some weird shit there. There's also a problem with the pistol at the moment. I mean, there was we were defending uh, one of the things in rush, uh, one of the terminals or whatever it's called in this. Um, 
and one guy ran in and took five of us out with a pistol. So like that seems a bit overpowered. Um, people don't really know what they're doing yet, so that's not helping matters. Um, and also there's a bit of a problem with um, the terminals on Rush at the moment, whereas in Battlefield, if you were ticking it down, like if you were defusing a bomb that they'd set on it, then you, um, it would only go off if you got shot while you were defusing it. So you still had that little bit of time extension there. At the moment, it's set so that if you're defusing it and you run out of time, it just explodes and kills you. And, you know, it's just little bits like that that need tweaking to get the get the thing right. Um, it's quite yeah, cool going on horses, though, isn't it? It's, I quite like that. It is cool. And you're, you're, um, you've got a massive advantage of swinging your sword about and just absolutely caning people. Yeah, but you you're so exposed. It's quite interesting. You're so exposed on a horse. It's unreal. Um I like I mean you can shoot the horse's head and really slow him down and stuff or you can just go straight for the rider uh, and nick his horse which is just the best way of doing it because you are you loft you you're higher up than everyone else and um and and they're not particularly fast either so it's quite easy to just snipe away at people when they're on a horse so yeah I can but what I'm saying right is that when it comes to horses I can see the balance there I can see the risk reward I can't see that with tanks yet um but they'll get there I'm sure they'll get there uh this is all sort of beta stuff, really. It's the sort yeah, of yeah. stuff you expect. It's and still, it, I, I'm still really, really excited to, to play more of it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hopefully have a bit more time this week to, to sink my teeth into it. But yeah, I think I think it looks great. I think again, like, it's classic classic Battlefield things. It sounds amazing. It looks amazing. It really does. Yeah, especially on the map we played. I'm not sure how many maps are in this one, but the map you and I played, Dave, like with the uh, the sandstorm coming in and stuff. It looks looks brilliant. It's, it's so atmospheric, and the music's the music's class, of course. But, well, that's um, it. The music that they've brought in. I mean, they've clearly learned a lot from the music on um, Battlefront, haven't they? The, the whole way that everything fades in and makes just everything seem a little bit more dramatic. They've nailed that in this. Yeah, it really and, does feel um, like a film sound, uh, a war film soundtrack. Yeah, it, 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 uh, you know, in the background playing, playing at the right moments. Uh, yeah, I think audio wise, as ever, uh, they're brilliant. But it sounds really fantastic this time. Yeah, so Rush is a little bit too um, tilted towards the attackers at the moment. But we we played a game of Conquest and that was a lot better, uh, a lot more fun. And is it the same um, map? Is it that sound map? I don't think it's the same map. Okay. Uh, it was another sand map, but I don't think it was the same one. Right. This one had like trains in it and stuff that you could iron under, and oh, cool. okay. uh, and it had like one waypoint way out of the way, which was quite good because that means that if you wanted that one, you could sort of set up base there and just protect it from in- incoming vehicles that are uh, that were all there. So yeah, that felt really cool. Uh, and then the rest were quite close together, so there was more of a battle going on there. But if you really wanted to take the advantage, you needed to get that one first away from everything else uh and it also you know made the map so much bigger so you, you can get into planes and fly over to the to that and yeah it, i mean that felt more like battlefield than rush did um and you know how much time we put in rush in battlefield 3 i just yeah, hope yeah. that they they now the the um the balance in that and yeah because we could be onto a winner with uh, yeah, that I, game. I, I love what plays in the closed alpha i've enjoyed what i played on this so far um i enjoy the first titanfall um Tech test. I didn't play a second, but like my my thoughts are: if I was going to go to buy one, you know, out, out of two, I, I've had like incredible times playing Battlefield Three. You know, we, we we you and I absolutely came that day. You know, for, for hours and hours, it was brilliant. But I just worry about the whole launch period of of this, just like the you know Battlefield Four. And I just think Titanfall. If I was going to choose out of two, I'm not, I'm not going to get a COD game. But if I was going to choose out of Titanfall or Battlefield or Battlefield One right now, I'd still probably go Titanfall just because I have more faith that those guys will have a bit more solid 
offering. Oh, do you, you're, you're totally right. I didn't even think of that. But, but that's but, a but very good point. Is, I mean, like, but I never got into Titanfall. I, I didn't have an Xbox One when you guys did, and you guys played Titanfall loads, and I've never it never truly gelled with me just because I, I didn't play as much as you, and I didn't really love it as much. But I just feel like that's a probably probably be the better purchase of the two, even though I'm more interested in this one. Well, not not so much the better purchase, but the the, the sort of better day one purchase. I yeah. I think you've convinced me there, Matt. I think it'd be more solid. I mean, it will be. Wouldn't it? Four is mental. Yeah, but, but, but also, you would hope to God, you know, for, for their sake, if, if nothing else, they would have learned. Because I'm not sure they can have another Battlefield game where it's like a total disaster for two to three months. It, surely, if they do that, they will be. They won't make it. They can't make another one. Like Battlefield Four was such a disaster for so long, it turned so many people off. I mean, it turned me off. I, I had it on digital, and I just didn't really bother playing it because it was months of patches, and I just couldn't bother to. With you know, with it being a bit broken, I know I understand it's obviously it's clearly fixed now, and it was actually fixed, you know, um, yeah, not that long actually into its into its life. So, but I just gave up. Um, did um, I mean, they did they have any problems with uh, Hardline or Battlefront? I don't think they did, did they? Battlefront um, was all right, but then that was quite sort of scaled back, wasn't it? Tech wise, I think it was relatively straightforward. Like just like the party system small, yeah. and stuff was really bare bones and stuff. So, yeah. mm. we'll have to see. But I think you're right. You know, I think you're a safer bet getting Titanfall day one and then waiting until um, you're sure that uh, Battlefield One is actually maybe that's more of a Christmas purchase than that is a day one purchase. Didn't even cross my mind that, but I think that's pretty much made that's, up my that's mind. That's why I'm here. That's probably why I'm a good uh, good uh, co-host to have on the show, Dave. You certainly. Um, <laughs> doing better by talking about it on this show uh right okay anything else matt uh play rocket league of course that, that's I, I i'm gonna walk people but yeah uh rocket league. i i but i haven't had a lot of time for gaming i've been i'm still training i'm still running so i haven't had a lot of time this week but um yeah hopefully soon you wasted my time by making me play the the ice hockey and <laughs> oh yeah uh, basketball well, i just wanted to try games. it out for myself and uh ice hockey was uh no and basketball was uh also no it was okay. Basketball was better than ice hockey, but Jesus Christ! Ice I was one thing about Rocket League. I, I um, well, you obviously you and I played uh, the other day, but um, I changed my field of view, so that's maximum now. And I changed. Was it also the height of the camera? And no, it was the um, the, how far the camera was behind the. Yeah, um, I've, I've changed. What I put all of them to max, and it feels like a totally, totally different game, but quite, quite good. I, I feel like obviously I can see way, way, way more of the, the actual pitch now, and um. Yeah, I want to go back and play more of that just to see if it's... It felt a lot easier, actually. I, I had much much better idea of my surroundings and uh, um, other vehicles not, and obviously the direction of the goal and, and the car and stuff. But um, yeah. It is much better. It, it makes really such like a it. difference. So I turned yeah. everything, everything, all the settings to max. You know, big, biggest field of view, the highest camera and, and, the, um, yeah, and, and, and how far back the camera is on the car. And it feels, it feels almost like I'm playing micro machines, but it's also really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then we it didn't. It, I mean, it also helped that we had that game where we were like three 0 down, and we come back and won four three or whatever. No, that, that we, it was four three and then four all, and then we won in overtime. Wonderful stuff, wonderful stuff. James, on to you. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I bought a PS4, as you would have heard Whoa, if you listened okay, to this is news. <laughs> What do you think of the fucking dashboard in that? <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good, isn't it? It's uh, yeah, it's pretty good. But um, yeah, I mean. See, the trouble is, is I've got so much stuff now to get through. It's insane. Because um, 
don't know, I've got Matt sent me a lot of games, which is really great, and I got No Man's Sky with it as well. Have you still got my copy of um, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider? I have, yeah. You're just not bothered playing that. You, you not, not yet. No, I, I will get to it. Blind it's him. Just, All uh, right. Yeah. Well, it's like that copy of Bayonetta two I played sent to you, and you, you never even bothered playing it. Still sent so. it back in about a week. Go on. <laughs> so anyway, so No Man's Sky. I mean, I to be honest, I kind of pretty much agree with everything that you've said about it, David. It's, yeah. Um, but also what Matt said about it as well. I mean, I'm I'm really enjoying it, but I don't know, fifteen or so hours in, I already feel like I've seen everything. Is that about right? Yeah. Well, you have. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, it didn't stop me um, really enjoying it and getting lost in it. But, um, it, you know, it's, it sounds bad, but I kind of wish someone else had this idea. Like, mm. I, w- I was able to get the combat right and the uh, the exploration right. Uh, See, also, like, been the so combat much stuff seems like largely pointless. I don't really know what the point of it is. Yeah, it's like, not you know, really. It's either like some of the space battles are just so difficult, there's just no point, or mm. they're just so easy, there's no point. And all the on-planet stuff is so easy, there's no point. Because you know, like you you warp into a system, and then sometimes some other ships will come in, and then sometimes they'll be fighting or whatever, or often they're not, and you're just thinking, well, what should I do here? Like, is there any mm. point in me attacking these ships? Is there any point in attacking them? Because I don't know. I think yeah, you pick um, up items and stuff, right? Yeah, you can pick up items from them. They usually, I've usually found they don't really seem to carry anything. Um, you get like increased standing with with whichever race controls that system. I think is that it? That might be it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's easier way to increase increase standing as well if you actually care yeah. about that stuff. Um, yeah. like you just go into a building and press a button and all of a sudden they like you more. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, there's no real massive benefit from it, is there? No. See, I mean, I really I really like the atmosphere in the game. I think that's mm. pretty cool. You know, I like yeah, the yeah. whole sort of loneliness and that kind of stuff, but there just doesn't seem to be that much to do, you know, to be honest, is, is the problem. Yeah. Are you still playing it, Matt? Uh, no, I haven't played a lot of games this week, but um, I I do want to get back to it. I just haven't played a lot, so uh, no. But, but uh, James, you said you said you had like a pretty cool experience trying to uh, get a ship, didn't you? Yeah, that was true. <laughs> James, please be a little bit more positive about this. <laughs> please. Well, no, I, remember I, you said that you found a ship. <laughs> you found a ship, didn't you, James? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I did have one very good experience actually with that, which was like, did you find a ship? Those, well, no, because it was one of those things where, because okay, what happened was I landed my ship on the top of like this spire, you know, like in the middle of like this planet that was like a radiation planet. You know, it's all like everything's hostile, everything hates you. You walk outside and it's all like you know everything's alerts flashing and everything. So I landed it on top of this thing and then realised that I didn't have any. Um, it's the plutonium in it that you need for taking off. Yeah, I'd run out of that. So I was like, How? okay. <laughs> There's those red crystal things absolutely fucking everywhere. I know, but sometimes you, you do run out, you know. And so you couldn't, I couldn't take off. And I was thinking, okay, what should I do here? So I'd noticed that there was a ship down, like in the, like on the, in the, like a valley, like really close by. And I thought, okay, I'll go and have a look at that. So I went down there and then I got attacked by loads of sentinels, like continuously. And then I, I kind of panicked and I looked at the ship and I thought, I better get in this because I'm going to die otherwise. You know, even though it doesn't matter anyway, but I was kind of panicked. So I got in it, and it was like, "Do you want? Do you want this ship?" And I looked at it. I was like, "Okay, well, it's got some more slots and stuff." So I thought, "Okay, I'll switch with this." So I switched, and then I found 
everything inside it was broken, like totally wrecked. <laughs> yeah. The whole ship's completely wrecked. And so I was like, oh, okay, what am I going to do? Because I can't, I can't take off this planet. You know, just stepping out into the onto the planet means you die like very quickly. And uh, so I thought, okay, I'll go back to the other ship because that was not so bad. But yeah, I didn't realise it disappears, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh if you, shit. If you switch over, it disappeared. Hmm. And so I managed to climb up the spire, and I got there. It was gone. I was like, okay, that's that's great. So at this point, I was thinking, I just thought I'm gonna have to oh, maybe I'll just start the game again because there's I can't see how I'm gonna be able to get this thing flying again because yeah the planet's so hostile there's no materials like around where I am either but then I did do it I mean it took quite a long time but I got to it and actually I quite enjoyed doing that even though it was like I don't know it it was really hard work but it was still actually kind of fun to do that yeah like those bits where you're trying to sort a ship out and you are actually stranded is where it feels like the good kind of survival game yeah rather than just you gotta keep shooting crystals to carry on moving it's like no you're fucked unless like you need to actually think about what you're picking up and where you're going to get stuff from and how you're going to find it and that's really cool but it is cool but i mean that that is a really cool moment but you you, do you know that you have to do that every time you want to get a new ship well it's kind of like (laughs) that's that's what takes the edge off like that sounds like oh yeah that was a really good moment but then every time you want a new ship you got to do all that shit again and it's kind of like that's what killed it a little bit for me because i was kind of like okay i've had that moment where i was struggling to get a ship up and running now i'm ready for a new ship and i've just got to do that process again like yeah uh, that's where it sort of falls apart for me and becomes actually i've done this so i'm kind of don't want to do it again there's that there's also like if you if you want to like go to like other systems and stuff obviously you need like the um yeah the the cell you know like the warp cell and everything so you can do Mm. it and it's like you can like simplify the process of like you know putting it together and everything, but it still is a ball ache to do, like you know like putting together like the material that you need for it, and it's just it just becomes a hassle, and you just think it's, there's too many steps for this. Why can't I just buy them? Like once I've got a load of money, why can't I just buy them at the um like the space stations that are around? You know why do I just need all these materials? See, because speaking of those warp cells, there was a good moment when I was playing it where. I can't, uh, just stick with me here, Sean, because I know what you're going to say. <laughs> but I came, ac- I came across this place where um, I uh, sort of walked in and there was a bunch of lights on the floor and I was kind of like, what the fuck's going on? And then I clicked on the lights and picked up two warp cells, like fully formed. I didn't have to do anything. And I was kind of like, that's really exciting because I've worked really hard to get warp cells in the past and there's just two sitting here. That's brilliant. But then I just, there's part of me that knows that that's actually a bit of a scripted bit. You know what I mean? And I haven't just discovered this this weird place and uncovered these, like, two great gifts. This is actually something that everyone does along their journey at some point. We, yeah, am um, I right with that? We, yeah, we, won't, but... we won't do this on the show, but we're going to have to tell James about the ending. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't tell me about that, because I'm still playing it, and I okay. would like to... I was... Um, no. I've heard well, yeah. the thing is I've heard I have heard some things and I mean I I think it was Jim Sterling who said like you know what's at the center is pretty much sums up the whole game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm ex- I'm expecting emptiness. Mm-hmm. Honest, well, but, I know. I um I was watching some piss take YouTube video and out of nowhere they just told me what was at the center and oh. at first I was pissed off because I was kind of like oh come on man that is just out of order. And then secondly I thought Actually, I'm glad I did that. <laughs> like, Cause I if like, you, yeah, because if you'd found it yourself and put all the effort in, 
I'd have killed a man. Yeah. No doubt. Is it that bad? Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't yeah, actually found that. It. I haven't. I don't know what the what happens at the end either. So um. All I'll say. <laughs> See, I don't want to spoil it for you, Matt. Whereas I, I feel like I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it. But imagine the worst thing that game could do. <laughs> <laughs> and you're there. Right. What else you've been playing, James? Well, I mean, the other thing I've been playing is some um, Sleeping Dogs, yes. which I. I played before. Yeah, you mentioned now it before. Yeah, yeah well, because I see the thing is, even though I've got all this, like suddenly, like loads of other games to play, I just I really wanted to get back to this because I was really enjoying it, and I finished the main game. Uh, I think over the weekend. Oh, wow. and yeah, I I did end up really really enjoying it. It's it's a really good game. Did you finish it, Sean? No, I didn't. Um, it was something. It was a weird one because I remember when you talked about it previously. You were saying that like as a recreation of Hong Kong, it's actually sort of bollocks. Um, yeah. Which is interesting because to me, I I was sort of appreciating it as a bit of a tourist as well as mm-hmm. as well as just playing the game. I was like, you know, just sort of seeing what. What you do know. you mean that there's not a thousand dojos right next to each other <laughs> in the same street? <laughs> um, yeah, just it felt like quite a, a unique and interesting place to be. Um, and oh. you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's it's fully accurate. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely. I mean, it definitely. It's more accurate than Shenmue was. Yeah, you know, like for what Hong Kong's like. But um, no, I mean, what do you mean it's not full of sailors? It's a little Shenmue uh, joke. <laughs> that was the first game in Japan, David. Oh, is it? Uh, same yeah. place, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I mean, but the thing is, I mean, the ends. It feels like a bit of a narrative mess. Like the mm-hmm. whole game feels a bit like that, to be honest. But it's still kind of they they because they try and tie like everything up like at the end of the game and it, it doesn't really work like because mm. after all the things you've done in the game it, it just doesn't work like sort of you know, patting you on the head and saying everything's fine but um it is a really good game and i, I just really hope that there's going to be more of these although there probably isn't is there i mean i don't know what do really they're or... doing now um I, no i i think it did it must have done pretty well because people still care about it right and it's always being you know, it's always in sales and stuff. It didn't disappear off the face of the planet, and it's it's been on PS Plus and all that sort of shit. So there must be something to it. I mean, um, it, did, it did well enough to get a you know the the HD remake was already HD. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then it was you know that was like fifteen quid within weeks. So I mean, yeah, I'm I'm playing the definitive edition, and I'm still like at the moment I'm playing the DLC for it because mm-hmm. that's how much I like this game. You know, it's still one of um want to keep drawing it but i mean there's only one thing i didn't i don't like about it so much is you know do you remember like the environmental kills and stuff yeah 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 i don't think that that works like it doesn't feel right for this game well they nicked that it, from it yakuza feels, haven't mm, mm. it just feels a bit i don't know it just feels a bit needlessly like violent you know mm. with this and especially because often sort it out james grow up come on <laughs> no, but often often like in other scenes there's like bits where they like cut away because it's like, you know, it wouldn't be that good taste to see what's going on. Mm. But then in the game, you're still, like, shoving people's heads through, like, fans and stuff. And, like, yeah. the, I mean, the worst one is, like, putting like someone's head, like, on a buzzsaw and things. And it, it just feels a bit weird that you're doing that yourself in the game, but then during the cutscenes, they don't they don't want to show you that. Because it's, yeah. it's a bit it's a bit much. I don't know, just, especially with you, like, being, like, undercover police and stuff, it just feels a bit... That's what I mean about, like, it doesn't feel... Towards the end, it doesn't feel like very satisfying as a story because you've done so many, like you've murdered so many people, and like in horrible ways. It doesn't feel like there's any way you can go back to being like 
police again. That's impossible. Yeah, and it's there's like some... there's a there's a weird disconnect, isn't there? Because there's in like like loads of cutscenes where you you're doing triad stuff, mm. and like and you know Wei Shen's whole thing is that he's good at convincing his bosses to be like, no, don't turn this into a fucking massacre. We can be smarter than that. We can do X Y Z. As if he's you know he, he objects to killing people, and then like you say, and then he's just doing like really horrific things like slamming people in furnaces and stuff. In this. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, what I mean. It's, there's this. There's a real serious disconnect there. It doesn't yeah. really work. I mean, it was a bit like with um, what was that game that was um, it was a Rockstar game. We talked about it on Joypod ages ago. Um, it did. It had those like realistic faces and stuff, you know, and, and the responses. Elaine Noir. Oh, Elaine Noir. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, that had the similar kind of problem where it was like, yeah. you know, you're playing police and everything, but then every side mission ends up with you murdering somebody. <laughs> you know, like you chase them. You chase a suspect and then murder them, you know, <laughs> and it just doesn't fit, you know, it just doesn't fit with the world at all. Yeah. And this is kind of the same. But saying that, it is amazing. And like, especially, I mean, although Hong Kong, like I said, it's not like, you know, accurately depicted like that much, but it's still a really good environment and kind of memorable as well. Mm-hmm. Like as I was driving around, especially when it's like the driving rain and stuff like that, it's really, yeah. really atmospheric. I've said it uh, time and time again about this game. The the story needed just a little bit more confidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. A, a a little bit more um, imagination. A little bit something a little bit more unique. As I said, like I would have loved to have seen an opportunity to pick a side in that game because it just yeah. seemed perfect for it. But um, I mean, they were totally ripping off like Infernal Affairs and yeah. you know the um, like Hong Kong like drama and stuff like that. And it's it's but they. Like you said, they didn't have the convictions to like go the full hog with it. It's no. like they still had to. Well, yeah, thing, but it's sort of. It's like it wants to do this whole thing that you know, because Wei Shen, um, you know, was born in Hong Kong and then grew up in America for a while, and that is now back as an undercover cop. And it's like there's that parallel between him sort of being a policeman and working with the triads is sort of meant to be parallel to him sort of his sort of mixed heritage and him sort of you know being from Hong Kong but being raised in America. But they don't, yeah. It's like that never quite lands, does it? It's like no. it's an interesting thing for them to attempt, but it's never. I don't know. I don't feel like they do that much with it. I mean, I, I do like the whole thing of like, um, you know, obviously, like on the surface of it, police, good guys, triads, bad guys. But then there's mm. obviously, you know, it's like, oh, maybe it's not that simple, and you know, the police are sort of a bit manipulative and weird, whereas the triads, although they are you know, fucking brutal, like there's this real sort of emphasis on family and looking out for each other and um which I quite liked. Like you know, it normally annoys me when they're like, Oh, maybe the goodies aren't that good and maybe the baddies aren't that bad. But I I thought that was quite convincingly done here. Like, you know, when the the wedding happens. Yeah. And like it's actually Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was upsetting, but it is like, fuck, this is this isn't great. And this is like, you know, and I'm feeling bad for the the supposed villain. Like it's <laughs> Um, well, no. that, I mean, there's a there's certainly a bit like with that. I think about the second to last mission. I obviously mm. won't say what it is, but mm. it's yeah. It, there was a bit that actually kind of shocked me a bit, and I did feel a bit sad mm-hmm. actually when when it happens. It's um, I mean, I also get a kick out of the name because you know, like the studio is like United Front Games, yeah. and it's like that's like a whole like my my research stuff is all related <laughs> to stuff like that, and it's just kind of cool they've got <laughs> that name. It's it's kind of interesting. It's really I don't know if, uh, I don't know if you've got this because I ended up reading into the the triads and stuff as a result of playing this. Like loads of the names are just real gangs, yes. but just renamed slightly, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, because so, it's the um, it's the, in this is they're called like is it the sixteen k or the eighteen k? And like in real life, it's like I think it's like the other four k or something like that. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. They, And then there's like, this, like the sun, in the game, it's the sun on Yi, but in real life, it's the sun Yi on. Which, which yeah, 
I've not really what, put much thought into it. There's a really interesting podcast actually at the moment mm-hmm. that's it's called it's the China History Podcast because I like oh, yeah. to for obvious reasons. But this guy he is called Lazo Montgomery. He's like done this whole series on the Tong Wars of New oh, York, yeah. and what it is is it's all those people that like, went over like to New York like in the like, late 1800s and like you know, early 1900s. Mm. And he did like this three part series. It's really worth listening to because it talks all about this and all mm. about these gangs and like you know how they tried to you know maintain themselves like. In a different environment, it's it's really interesting. Yeah. All this makes me want is a c- computer game based around the film ID. <laughs> just, have you ever seen ID, Sean? No, I haven't. You should watch it. I'd love to know what you think. It's about a uh, undercover cop going into uh, football hooliganism. Oh right. And it- and fucking loving it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good film. You must have seen that, uh, James, right? I've not seen it. No. Uh, it's all based around Millwall, like and, and <laughs> stories about what happened uh, in the seventies and Millwall. It's, it's a really good film. I can't believe you haven't seen that. It's, it's the Winston best in that film. No, it's the best <laughs> football hooliganism <laughs> film ever. Like, it's really good. Um, highly recommend it. Mm. Uh, distressingly, Matt, you not seen it? Oh, I heard of it. I just never seen it. Oh, you got to see it, mate. It's really good. <laughs> it is really good. Uh, yeah, distressingly, I've just looked up. Uh, United Front. I f- totally forgot they were working on uh, Triad Wars, which was like a spin-off of uh, Sleeping mm-hmm. Dogs, um, and it got binned. Um, and instead, That's they true. worked on Disney Infinity 3.0. <laughs> oh, no. Also got binned. <laughs> they the also did mix. the menus for Halo Master Chief Collection. Oh, which God. Was, which was hell. broken. They did, well, they did, the, they did the front end that where you picked which Halo game you wanted to play. So I okay, assume yeah. that worked at least. Yeah, so and that's off to that, them for that. That book's solid <laughs> ten out of ten. Yeah. Uh, Could you imagine if that won a BAFTA? <laughs> Best menu. <laughs> Best menu. The Master Chief Collection. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Is that everything, Matt? Uh, James. Pretty much. I mean, I've got, as I said, I've just got a lot to play at the moment, and my next game, thanks to that Twitter poll, is Knack. So oh, look forward to hearing about that. Brilliant. Yeah. Can't wait for the live stream. That was um, the game I was most excited to post to you. <laughs> <laughs> I it was the one because I put up that poll and like I just thought, okay, these are the games I've got. And obviously it won by like a landslide. You know, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> what, what were the other games you got? I mean, I know because I sent them to you, but for the listeners. It was uh, Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh, which... that is uh, the one of the worst. Oh, that is great. one of the worst ever, yeah. See, this is the thing because somebody else sent me a message saying like he sent you a lot of bad games there. And it's the... <laughs> it, 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 Those are just the things that David sent me over the, over the years and stuff. I give Matt so all my shit. Games. You just sent me all your like tat. No, like, I, I, oh, okay. I, I, no, no, you sent me. Like, you sent you all my tat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Uncharted collection. That's good. Yeah, there's the Uncharted collection, which obviously I want to play because I've never played any. If of those you before. play that before you play Rise of the Tomb Raider, you need your head checked. Lid. That is, um, I I think uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider is probably better than all three of those games. Or oh, maybe not two. Maybe nah, not no, two. No, not two, but probably better than the other two. What do you mean, no? You've not played Rise of the Tomb Raider. I Sean. Both... What? Are you high? Didn't... What? Sean said, no, nah, no. Well, I didn't say didn't anything. You? No, oh, right. Sean said nothing. <laughs> it's just me, like it's Sean, just me and you, Dave, talking right now. You sounded like Sean. Um, <laughs> let me let me knock these ones off my list because I haven't really played them that much. Um, <laughs> I was watching Nick Jr. the other day with uh, the boy and there was the most annoying advert I have ever heard in my life. I mean, genuinely 
it made me feel sick. And it was for a uh, a game called Word Brain Themes. Is this really well known? It I've must be if it's on telly, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, um, basically, it's a, it's a very, very simple puzzle game, free to play. And um, what you do, there's like a grid of letters and a, a theme. So it could be, you know, up in the sky. And the letters all combine to make words. It's as simple as that. And uh, hold on, let me hear this. This might be it. Can you hear this? Oh, it's recorded. Oh, they've put it on countdown. <laughs> See if you can hear the, the the actual theme tune. I don't even think it's that one actually, but. <laughs> What was that? There's there's this one where it's just this song of them going, there's a game on the iPhone, you can download it and download it, it's free. And, it, and it's like this <laughs> jumble of like notes and fucking what, it's awful. But anyway, so what you do, there's a grid of letters and it, I mean, it is a proper, you know, old man's game. Like it's just a grid of letters and you've got to combine the letters to make the words that, that match the theme. That's it. Worth playing ignore the advert it's actually worth playing because i got quite addicted to that it's quite fun um it's amazing how you could just rearrange letters to completely screw your brain and although the answer is like something really simple like your brain can't just put those letters together when they're all jumbled together so that's that um i've been playing a a game on the xbox one that i didn't even know that knew that i'd technically owned um they've rearranged what your games do on xbox one um and if you go to like your the games that you own, there's a section where you go to the games that you own. Or I think it's called Ready to Download. Um, and I noticed that Unravel was on there, and I thought, what? I haven't bought that. Why is that on there? Turns out it was put onto EA Access Vault last week, uh, last month. Um, and I wanted to play it when it was released, but I, I had too much to play at the time. I think. Um, so. I thought, oh, I'll download it and see if it works, and it works. And then someone on Twitter told me, no, it was on, on the vault. And now what they're doing is that if the uh, anything's put on the EA Access vault, it's automatically added to your ready-to-download games. Nice. So you can you don't have to go, because you used to have to launch an app to go into the hub and then go in the vault and see what's on it and then select what to download. Now it's just automatically in your download list. And um, So I played like the first, I'm going to say, hour of that game have you played it sean i thought this would be right up your street do you know i never bothered just because i didn't hear a single person being like fucking hell you gotta play unravel it's fucking amazing i think it's just sort of i don't know i think maybe it's just a like it's turning into a bit of a hard time for games like that in that they don't stand out anymore for just being what they are like no they have to actually be quite accomplished in order to get no, noticed now and I, 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 I fully understand why people sort of lost interest in, in it. And I, I fully understand why people would overlook this because it certainly seems like, you know, you've got those indie artsy sort of games mm. that tend to be 2D puzzle platformers. Yeah. Um, and then EA have bought one of them out, yeah. you know, and you do kind of think, well, oh, fuck off. <laughs> and uh, when you start off, I mean, it's so, you know, a slap in the face of this is what this means you know like <laughs> it, it's basically uh it starts off with a little uh animation um of an old lady looking back over her life 
and the, the, she drops a ball of yarn and that turns into the character you're controlling mm-hmm. and uh, you start off in the in the menu which happens to be a 2d level you know 2d plane level um and you open up a book uh, a photo album and all the photos are blurry and then you jump into photos and all of a sudden a photo album starts building up with memories and stuff. Mm. And as you're going, like the first level is all set in a garden. As, as you're doing that level, you're seeing little images of kids playing in the, uh, like they're like ghosts mm-hmm. playing in the, um, in the tree houses and stuff like that. And you think, okay, yeah, we're unraveling this woman's lives and memories. Like she's obviously, like, you know, it's so blatant what it's going for yeah. that it's, it's kind of a bit insulting. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but what I played, I was really, really impressed. I mean, it looks stunning. Uh, for, that's the first thing you'll notice. But um, secondly, some of the puzzles are really good. Some of them are a little bit... Um, the controls sometimes are a little bit nitpicky and you'll press the wrong button here and there and it'll un- undo everything that you've done and you're kind of like, oh, I've got to go through all that again. Um, but yeah, it kind of sits for me in the same sort of world as... Um, what's it called? Curse of the Brotherhood? Max? Curse of the Brotherhood? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which was, again, a really excellent puzzle platformer that was completely overlooked. Um, and I don't think this was as overlooked as uh, Curse of the Brotherhood, but um, it feels just as clever and nice to play as that game did. And I kind of think, hmm, maybe this deserved a little bit more praise than it got. Because if I remember correctly, when it came out, people were sort of sighing at it a lot. Like, oh, we get the point. And oh, God, EA are doing these games now, aren't they? And all that sort of attitude. And um, I don't think that's necessarily fair, but I'm still very early on. Maybe it does get a little bit more tedious the further you get into it. But uh, I'm looking forward to playing more of that. So I'll, hopefully I'll have more to talk about next week when it comes to Unravel. Cool. Uh, it's amazing that games like that are on uh, EA Access. I really like that service. Yeah. It's well worth it. £20 a year. And... There's so many games I'm like, I haven't. Yeah, it's £20 a year, and I've not even downloaded. um, I mean, forget the 10 hour trials that it gives you. Like, you know, FIFA's coming out. It usually comes out a week early on EA Access, and you're allowed 10 hours of like Hmm. sort of unlimited play, like only limited in terms of that 10 hour period. You've still got all the game loads, all the teams, and all that stuff. Yeah, so. so it would be good to, you know, really give that a go because I'm definitely lining myself up for Pro Evo this year. But uh, but I've got to try the the new FIFA. So and that's perfect because that gives me ten hours to give it a go and see if it's actually worth picking up. Um, oh, sorry, yeah. speaking about EA Access, you know, you know, I think it was last week or it might have been start of this week. Um, but they have confirmed that Titanfall Two won't be part of EA Access. Yeah. No, well, they, that's kind of a different. It's a different thing. It took ages for Titanfall 1 to come out on it, didn't it? So I wasn't really expecting that. Um, but, what? yeah, I was flicking down a list and I saw games like, um, uh, was it Rory McIlroy's Golf or whatever, PGA Golf, which, again, is not meant to be very good. But if I wanted to play a golf game for a bit, because I do like golf games, then that's right there. You know, I, I could just download that for free. I haven't downloaded the UFC um, game yet. And which is crazy because I love the developers of that game. They, that I was a huge fan of the Fight Night series, so I should definitely download that at some point. And uh, you know, people like John and uh, Chet and that have said how good it is, so I've really got to give it a go. Uh, so yeah, I, I love that service, and uh, to to see a game like that that I actually wanted to play on there for free is kind of like, whoa, oh yeah, this is an actual thing that's really good. So I'm gonna have to try that out. Uh, yeah, looking forward to playing more of that. Sean, what have you been playing? 
I've been playing Duelist, which I won't talk a lot about because it's the sort of thing you will hate, David. <laughs> I'll turn my mic off for a bit, shall I? <laughs> uh, basically, it's Hearthstone, but it plays out on a board. So it's a free-to-play... Like it, It's got all the trappings of a free-to-play card game. Um but instead of just summoning things onto a table where sort of positioning isn't really a, a factor, um, yeah, it's, it's all on this this sort of grid. Um, so basically you've got sort of all the sort of sensibilities of something like Hearthstone where it's all about building your own deck and figuring out little, like trying to put little systems together and stuff and um, cards that will sort of play off each other really well. And then that sort of playing out in a, on a sort of chess-style board. Um, and it's fucking great. It's really good and it's free. I mean, obviously, there's shit you're supposed to pay for, but I've been playing it for about five, six hours now and haven't felt the need to put any money in yet. I think it's just going to be one of those where it gets to the point where I'm just like, Do you know what, I'm 15 hours in, they can have a tenner. Thank you. Um, really enjoying that. Um, have, have a look if that is the sort of thing you're into. It isn't. Yeah, I know. Um <laughs> Uh, I've also played the demo of uh, Rhythm Paradise Mega Mix. I think it's called the new one for the, oh. the 3DS. Oh, really? They bought a new one. Is it like the older games just re-released? Basically, or? yeah. It's sort of they've they've taken various uh, stages from all the other Rhythm Paradise games and um, yeah, put them all together. But like the ones that I've seen in the demo that are from like the the very first one have all been sort of completely rejigged. Um, I'm gonna be a bit of a purist dickhead. Um, I don't know if it's just because that's unlike you, Sean. I, know. <laughs> I don't know if it's just because it's the demo, but basically every single level it, it it explains it first and gives you like a little practice run. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? Whereas, like in the original, oh, maybe I'm misremembering it because I don't think it did that in the original. But maybe that's just because it was all in Japanese, so I didn't even know what it was telling me anyway. Oh yeah, that's a good point actually. I don't remember it doing that. I, mm. I I thought it just sort of slung you in, and you were kind of like, "Oh shit, where am I supposed to press, and what am I supposed to do now?" Exactly, and that, and that was, was sort of, the, of the, the fun of it. It was that sort of WarioWare thing of just being like, "Right, fucking deal with this." Um, Could you imagine if WarioWare every time the <laughs> new thing come up, it'd be like, "Okay, just have a quick so press." Pressing left will we'll move the character to the left, <laughs> yeah. and that's and then oh, you've done it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, because the smart thing with with Rhythm Paradise or Rhythm Tengoku or whatever, um, is that you sort of, it's a music game, but it doesn't rely on, you know, all music games are either sort of Simon Says things where it does a thing and then you repeat it, or there's like a sort of a simplified score of some kind. So, you know, um, like, you know, with with Guitar Hero, it's the colored notes flying down towards the bar at the bottom or whatever. Um, But with Rhythm Paradise, it's all just contextual stuff. Like you can see, um, you know, there's a samurai at the bottom of some steps and some demons are bouncing towards him and they sort of do so in like a musical way and then you know that when they reach you, you have to press the A button and he slashes him or, or whatever. Um, so it was just cool that, you know, that whole thing of just sort of reading it and being like, oh, right, fuck, I get it. Um, whereas, yeah, this seems really keen to sort of slow it down and explain everything first. But that might just be because it's a demo. Um, I mean, I'm probably buying it anyway because Rhythm Paradise series is fucking excellent. 
Um, yeah, I'll never forget. There was one where there was a wooden, there were like wooden squares coming off of a machine, mm-hmm. and you were controlling this hammer that had to pop like a hole in yes. the middle of it, and and I, that just felt so. I don't know, kind of it's really satisfying a- ASMR-ish, yeah. <laughs> like because it was just so like I don't know what it was. It was just <laughs> a really, really weird feeling because it was just like dump, 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 and then just knocking a hole in the middle of this bit of wood was just like, oh god, I feel so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, one weird nice game. thing, yeah. Uh, one nice thing it does do in this one is um, for every button press you do, um, you get like on the bottom screen there'll be like. Um, like a little sort of explosion with like stars and stuff. But basically, if it's dead in the center of the screen, that means you got the timing absolutely perfectly and it has like a rainbow effect. But then if it's slightly to the left, it means you were too early. And if it's slightly to the right, it means you were too late. So without, so you I mean you're still sort of concentrating on the top screen, but you, you can still sort of keep one, up, one eye on the bottom and sort of adjust as you go, which is quite nice. Because, you know, sometimes, especially like a lot of people, if they're new to games like this and you sort of you're constantly like slightly missing the, the timing can be difficult yeah. to like you know yeah, yeah. to sort of figure out whether you're too early or too late whereas with this it's just like well i was too early so i, I ju- adjust accordingly and yeah it works it's really nice yeah and it's one of those rare um uh rhythm action games where you could play it with your eyes closed like yes. and and sometimes it's actually better to yeah. do that because <laughs> yeah. the, the visuals kind of fuck up your timing a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of music games sean have you downloaded luminez yeah i have i've downloaded it um i've had a quick go on it i don't know if i like playing it with the touch screen finding it a bit difficult to you know because you sort of when you slide in the the block left and right i find that a bit imprecise what is this on like on uh ios this is on ios and android or yeah android yeah um, i mean luminous Weird. is fucking ace so if you never played luminous for them good lord get it on your phone i have not that's really maybe good. i should check that out mm. yeah i again speaking of um Rhythm action games. I I I'd suddenly thought of that um that old DS game that banned something something banned. Oh, uh, Diagasso Band Brothers. Is, yeah, Band Brothers. That's yeah. it. Where you can connect like God knows how many DSs together and yeah. and you all play an instrument. Well, if you ever, wow, I wish someone did that again. But like, uh, was, if you ever listened really to the rotating platform? No, that is a podcast with uh, Matthew Castle of OXM and Mark oh, Greener, Matthew who Castle's used to the be um, part of Endgamer and various other magazines. Um, yeah, they have. They I don't know if they still do it. I don't think it's been a while since they put an episode out. But yeah, they used to do a section where it was just them trying to play like a pop song on. on I think it was on Dagasso Band Brothers, and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it always sounded awful. Yeah. The more people it involved, the worse the yeah, music exactly. sounded. Like hilariously so. <laughs> It was great, yeah, wicked. Right, okay, uh, that's what we've been playing this week. I think it's time to hand the podcast over to you. You listen to us now. We <laughs> you just say what you want. We'll fucking answer, all right? So Dave okay. just had a stroke. Someone call in an ambulance, please. Can you see me state of existence? <laughs> it's like my brother said. You know that advert where it goes: if the, the quicker you act, the more of the person you saved. My brother goes, if that ever happens to you, we'll leave it a good couple of minutes before we call an ambulance. <laughs> ah, funny. Okay, uh, wait, okay. James. Okay, so we've got some emails. Um, yep. If you yeah, if you want to email us, it's thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. But uh, Lewis Gibson did, and he says, Hi guys, I've recently just bought a Nintendo GameCube for a old school uh, games night with friends. 
What multiplayer party game would you recommend, and which of these would you like to see come to the NX? So the obvious oh, ones, Smash Brothers, Time Splitters 2, uh, probably others, fuck. Sorry, what are the what 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 are the gra- what are the rules we're working to here? What good multiplayer mostly... GameCube games, mm. basically. Oh, GameCube games. Mm. Well, obviously, um, uh, Monkey Ball, right? Oh yeah, sure. Nothing beats that. Which well, somehow the, the... I I missed that completely back in the day. Don't really oh, know. Really, the first yeah, one yeah, was yeah. so good. It was brilliant. It was yeah. It felt like a special I moment. Was all right. I remember going to the shops and buying my GameCube, and um, I bought it with free pads and a copy of um, Monkey Ball and I remember the shopkeeper going y- 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 trust me you're going to have such a good time <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just like this game is so good and you've bought four pads <laughs> and this game like this is perfect <laughs> and he wasn't wrong I, I trust me that game. you will have a good time <laughs> yeah, I know you bought the pads. there's no there's no way like, he didn't this is the problem he didn't Sound like a dickhead when he said it. No, no, there's no I other way of describing how it. Excited that. he was. Yeah, I know. Trust me, customer, you will have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Please fill in this for your extra warranty. We'll have some fifty pounds. <laughs> Did you know that game started doing warranties for actually buying a game? Oh yeah. Oh, well, if what? the disc scratches, we can fix it. Fuck you. Jesus Christ. So you like, it's a, it's a download code, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we can... I'm sorry. I bought this, I bought this um, download code and it's got a scratch on it. Can I have another one, please? What we done is... No, I didn't buy the warranty. The off. Fuck off. Um, yeah. Uh, I was going to say something like that. Uh, F-Zero GX is probably a good shout. Especially because it is at, like, you know, you occasionally remember that it is actually still the most recent F-Zero game. So why not? Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to the F Zero that comes out in NX within the first twelve months. <laughs> Fucking better. What's that announced? Announced on, on DVD, <laughs> you know, as well. Right? I think Smash Brothers oh, yeah. was the one that we played the most, though. I think yeah, it was absolutely. Yeah, just um, setting it on like the sort of infinite lives, endless mode, and just fucking battering each other till you fall asleep. Yeah, that I remember missing good. many classes in college. <laughs> Uh, and just going back to my mate's shed and sit and playing that <laughs> is mental. So I remember playing a lot of Soul Calibur 2. Oh, yeah. Because the GameCube version yeah. was great. Yeah, it was. Never got into that. Never really, really well, fell in love with that two game for some reason. It was the last one that they tested properly and, and was, yeah, was actually balanced. <laughs> and then from three onwards, it was just full of stupid exploits and stuff. So Didn't they bring out a free-to-play one last year? They did, and it was fucking rubbish. Uh, was it last uh, year? Or year? It might have been a couple of years ago now, but yeah, right, it wasn't okay. great. Oh dear! Like let's oh yeah, let's take you know one-on-one fighting games, which are all about like fucking perfect balance, and then let you buy gear that improves your character. <laughs> yeah. No good. No idea. But no, Monkey Ball, I still think beats it. I think, man, those some of those games, Monkey Fight, Monkey Target, and all that shit. It's all good. It's all good. Next question. Okay, this is all right. Next, this is from Alex D. I've had hiccups for over two hours now after eating a particularly stodgy piece of garlic bread. I'm hoping they clear up before the next episode is, but in, is, but in case they don't, could you give me your preferred method of hiccup remedy? Chisel, Alex. I have actually got two um, stages of hiccups. I get hiccups so badly, like, yeah. and really easily. I'm terrible with hiccups. I get them all the fucking time. There's um, When I was growing up, someone in a pub told me that you do a shot of vinegar 
and that works. And it does, but it's disgusting. I was say, so it's I one don't of those ones that it. works just because it just fucks you up temporarily and um, <laughs> makes you forget you've no, got hiccups. No, I don't know how it works, but it definitely does work, but yeah. it's just a horrible thing to do. Um, but there are two things you do. After you first hiccup, literally hold your breath in yeah. and keep sucking air in, even if it feels like your lungs are about to burst. Yeah. Keep sucking air in. If that doesn't work, which sometimes it doesn't, and you have that second hiccup, that means that the breathing technique just does not work anymore. Mm. The only other way, and I swear on my life this is the truth, the only other way to get rid of them is to put a couple of fingers down your throat and make yourself gag. Because <laughs> once you do that, you don't have to be sick, but if you make yourself like gag a couple of times, then it's completely gone. It's just that is like the... I suppose that, that is my final... because it's, it's, See, it's the same muscles doing an involuntary... Exactly. Thing. So I suppose it sort of overwrites. It works a hundred percent of the time, but it really is like last yeah. chance saloon with that. <laughs> and the thing is, the thing is, I, I know that if I get the hiccups, I will easily have them for a couple of hours easily. Wow. Un- I- unless I do something like chuck some fingers down my throat. So. <laughs> so I always found just hold my breath and they just go that's, away. Yeah, yeah like, that's always been my thing. And like you say, yes, yeah, well, because it's, it's the same thing as like if you you know your eyes twitch and so what do you do? You shut your eye and you just sort of try and hold it still. It's the same principle, which, no, made, which, twitch, which has no scientific basis whatsoever. But <laughs> um, oh, and there is there is one other method that um doesn't work. It works more than holding your breath, mm. but doesn't work as well as making yourself gag and this is another totally legitimate one i'm not fucking around fill up a glass of water Mm. and put find a straw put a straw in it then put push like put your fingers in your ears as hard as you can you know like push the Mm -hmm. your little you know those little knobble bits what they called james you're going to become a doctor what those little knobble bits in your ear (laughs) i've no idea what you're talking about you know right touch your ear lobe yeah Mm. and move slowly towards your nose and up a bit you know that little knobble bit no, the bit. little knobble bit I know bit. what you mean yeah, yeah, yeah. The push this is, this push, is great. push both of them semi. push both of them <laughs> right into your ear it's like a JOI video it's like <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and drink through the straw and that usually works as well so there you go and I'm I'm an expert in this shit now because I re- I'm really bad with hiccups so uh, take my advice. I ever told you that because I used to get loads of ear infections as a kid, I can now open my. Uh, so basically, the the tube that connects your inner ear to your nasal passage is called the eustachian tube. I can just open them at will. Most people have to like yawn or something in order. To, you know, when you get like you're on an airplane, you want your ears to pop. Then I was like, oh yeah, just yawn. I can just do that without. Oh really? Yeah. Fuck, that would be well handy. In fact, actually, that would have probably stopped me from getting Bell's palsy because can really? you get water out of your ear by doing that? Uh, you can't get water out of your ear, no, because it only affects your inner ear, so your eardrums Oh, right, okay, then out. maybe not. Because that's what did it for me. I got a, 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 a I got an ear infection through mm. salty water from diving. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, and then it paralysed my face Jesus Christ. for a lifetime. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's that's uh, that's good. Because then people say, so, like, if you've got an ear infection, then people say, "Oh yeah, get some warm salty water in it." Like if you've got ulcers as well, it's just supposed to be like a cleansing. Probably cleaner than seawater. Probably though, actually, right? yeah, I suppose seawater is a different. Especially with all the syringes. <laughs> um, yeah, all the turds floating about in it and shit. Yeah. Um, speaking of weird things that you can do with or weird body stuff from b- being a kid, um, you know, 
quite this is really hard to explain but if you run your tongue along the inside of your lips you know like inside your mouth mm-hmm. you know when you get to the corners there's that little flappy bit that goes over the end inside your mouth there's like a little bit of the inside of your mouth that it just flaps over the corner of your mouth no oh yeah yeah, no, yeah. i think i know what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. i haven't got them because i bit them off <laughs> Oh God! Okay. When I was a kid, I was so bored in class. I bit them off. <laughs> I remember. Li- I literally yourself. remember doing it and chewing on them. Boredom. Yeah, right, I was so bored in class once. I learned pi to twelve decimal places. <laughs> I didn't chew my mouth off. You were so bored. You overachieved. <laughs> I still know it as well. I had a mate who used to wank in his exams. Wow, really? And he, said, he, used to, he used to claim that, like, he's like, no, because everyone's concentrating so much that just no one even notices, and it's like, good for stress. I was like, I'm pretty sure you'll notice. You just don't know, don't even begin to know how to deal with it, address it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we all will tell Andy that you can tell that story when he's on the show next time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'll notice when he gets the magazine out. Although the first thing I was going to say was, I'm pretty sure I noticed when I hear Pornhub, and I realised what year that probably was, and then. I felt sad. <laughs> Do you remember the first, what were the first like porn sites you visited when you were like when the internet became a thing? Oh, it was um Did you watch that one? What was that one uh, where you went on it to it, it and was, there was, it was that sound bit bit marks was one. The Hun. Which one? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Do you remember Hun? the Hun? Yeah. Tommy Tommy's image. What was uh, it wasn't one? really porn, but uh, was it Rob's celebs? That's the one. Yeah. That's the one I was talking about. When you logged in, and they would have that sound bite that would go, "Oh look, it's full of stars." Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the background like, was just like a repeating GIF of all like stars twinkling and stuff. That's right. And I always used to freak out if I'd left the speakers on, and my brother knew exactly what I was up to because it would go, "Oh look, it's full of stars." <laughs> oh, Dave, you've got to get that sound bite and put that and that put it in the show now at this point. I I'll have that. a look for it. What's the next question? Well, he also says, after all the medical advice, etc., he says, can we get Capone on, the, on as guest sometime? I don't think he wants to do podcasting anymore. Seriously, I don't think he wants to do podcasting. It's really depressing. Yeah, we do need to get him on, though. Good to talk I'll to him. I'll ask him. Yeah, I'll send him a text. Next question. Okay, oh, Soggy Dog says, um, after Sorry. my last email about how my work can discipline me over my social media presence... Maybe I shouldn't have had my name attached to my email account to be read out when I write into a podcast. Yeah, don't this do that. This has been hopefully fixed now. Question. I don't have a huge amount of time to play games these days, and I don't play online. We are moving the PC from the living room, and I want to get a gaming system for the big TV. In your opinion, which would be better for me? A PS4, Xbox One, or wait for an NX? As I said, it will be for single-player games. Uh, that won't be time sinks to get the most from. <laughs> was that the one? That's a lot less sexy than I thought it would be. It's quite yeah. creepy, that. I've actually it's just. A bit sinister, isn't it? I found out that uh, Rob of Rob Celebs actually died in 2008. Ah. There you go. Cheers, mate. Thanks uh, for putting all those pictures up of naked women. RIP. I'll dedicate tonight's one to you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> and you lived your life like a candle <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> Um, did you actually read out that soggy dog email then, James? I did, I just read it just now. Sorry, we've got our minds on other things. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have a huge amount of time to play these ga- days, uh, and I don't play online. We are moving from the PC from the living room. Well, to be honest, I could see why we uh, zoned out. 
Xbox One. I didn't zone out. Um, I think if you do online, but you do want single player games, I mean, I would still get a PS4. I mean, you don't have to play online. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's loads of single player games on the PS4 that's mm. worth playing, isn't there? Loads of short ones I mean, get, as well. Get stuck in. Uh, is the, the short, what, what short ones would you recommend? Inside. Uh, yeah, Inside, Journey. Yeah, Journey's free on PS Plus. I haven't played that game before, so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, you should definitely play it. I mean, also, I think sorry. it's a bit overrated, but it's it's still pretty good. Um, Sean, have you played Inside yet, or what? No. Oh, How have you not finished that? Uh, pressure, We've got an the email. Pressure. If you've can't handle if it. you've emailed us since we talked about Inside about the ending and your theories about it, that your email is still in the inbox. <laughs> what we do is at the end of every episode we delete. All the emails that we've read out. Um, if you've sent one about the inside ending, it's still in there, ready to talk about yeah, it once I'm, Sean fucking pulls save. his finger out his ass. Can't believe that. What's the matter with you? All the games. All the games. Uh, Grow Home and the newly released Grow Up, I think the sequel's called. That's also a short one that is a lot of fun. Everyone said Grow Home's really good. I yeah, want to try that. Wicked. It was on, on the there, old back burner. Yeah, but it was wasn't it when it re- released? It was on PS Plus. Mm, no, it was it was a, a while after the release. I think. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Oh, fuck! How did I miss that? Bollocks! Maybe I only heard about how good it was after it was on PS Plus. Maybe that was the problem. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, next question. Okay. Actually, speaking of Capone Adam, he's got a question. He says, uh, "I was in a taxi the other day, and the conversation got around to what I did as a job." I tried to explain that I worked in a, in a studio that developed video games. And before I could finish, he replied with, Oh, I never play those video games. Enough violence in the world already for me. I thought we had moved past this, but apparently not. Do you all still come across people who appear to have a deep hatred of gaming? I live with one. <laughs> my, my wife absolutely despises them. <laughs> she, thinks they're, she thinks they're pathetic. Uh, and hates everything about them. That's it. I've tried to show her little cool bits of games or whatever. She um she was doing the cooking today and she walked in and I was playing Unravel and she rolled her eyes and I think she said, What is this shit? <laughs> so um Yeah, I live with one. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't I don't need everyone to like games. I don't as long as I like them, that's all I care about, to be honest with you. See, my wife isn't kinda like that, but she just she just doesn't care. Mm. She just really just doesn't see the point. But she's she hasn't got a problem with doing it. She just doesn't care. Also, I, I was dying. There was um there was an argument about uh, uh violent computer games, uh on you know Radio Four wherever mm. it was you know one of these uh, radio shows and one of the women that they got on to be uh, against computer games said um I just don't understand how anyone can view violence as entertaining. Violence isn't entertaining, and I just thought. Think about the top 100 films of all time. (laughs) Think about your favourite films. Are they completely free of violence? Probably not. Now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, there's a lot more violence in computer games than there are any other medium. But I just... I don't care. Like, I really don't care. It's not an issue for me at all. Because I feel like... um, You know, when uh, Doom came out, the new one, and I was saying how, like, no one... No one gives it... Like, no one gives games like that a hard time for being, you know pure island violent and stuff because because we've extended the scope of what games can do and i'm not saying there isn't still a massive emphasis on violence and stuff but like we're, we're past that 
point, I think, of being like, no, come on, games can do other things, think harder. Like, people are thinking harder and they are trying other things and it's good and it's all working and it's like, so now games like Doom sort of exist on one end of a much wider spectrum than perhaps they used to. Yeah, I think the only t- the, the only reason why people turned on it was because there was no real alternative. And um, I think there kind of is now, or there is a lot more of an alternative than there was. Yeah. You know, there is a chance to play games that, uh, you know, like Unravel and, and stuff like that, that you, you kind of think, actually, maybe this isn't such a major problem anymore. Because mm. let's face it, we all like blowing people up on that. <laughs> like, <laughs> in a computer game. But, uh Yeah. I don't know. Not that much of an issue for me, and I don't. Really, and if you've got that attitude, then I don't. I, just, I used to hate people like that, and now I just think, okay, all right, don't like it, fine. <laughs> and I don't think, like, when not, you look at problem. you know the unpleasant attitudes you see online and stuff, that's not restricted to violent games. That's just people being competitive and not knowing how to handle other people. Um, yeah, people get people get angry about um, Dead or Alive Extreme Free, <laughs> which has zero violence in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or FIFA, or Hearthstone, or World of Warcraft. Yeah. I suppose Warcraft, Warcraft is technically violent. You wouldn't really cartoon violence at best. Um, yeah, yeah, that's just people going nuts over stuff that they shouldn't. Like that's not that's not being brought out of them because the game is violent. The weakest, the weakest argument that you hear when when you talk about um, computer games and someone doesn't play them, is not into them, is a oh, I don't know where you find the time. Mm. God, (laughs) I haven't got the time to play games. Yeah, you just kind of think you have, you have. (laughs) Everyone, everyone's got time to play games. You know, but okay, Matt's been busy this week and he hasn't had the time to play a game, but he's not the sort of person to say I don't play them because I haven't got the time. There's a difference, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's people basically sort of if you implying to, they're too good for you'd it. Find the time. Yeah. You'd, yeah, you'd like find the time. Yeah, you'd find the time. Exactly. Oh, it's like people, no, you haven't man. got the time because you've got other hobbies and that's fine. And you know, <laughs> they they haven't got the time because they want to act as if they're too busy to be playing. Like they want to kind of put it put you down for liking it. Yeah. Fuck those people. Fuck them. Next nice. question. <laughs> Okay, Mason Ratcliffe says, um, if you could know the truth about one studio or dev cycle, this is the subject, it says, suppose a reveal all book or fly on the wall documentary was made about a particular time at a particular studio and you could choose what it was about, what would you go for? This is so, for so example, fucking easy. <laughs> example, the meltdown at Infinity Ward when they left Activision, what really happened when Bungie made Destiny, no. Hello Games and No Man's Sky, that or one. Development Hill, <laughs> Development Hill of Last Guardian. Gizmondo, Kojima, Rockstar North. No, nope. I'm sure nope. there are tons of other examples where something has happened at a studio. Rumors have leaked, and people have said that it would make for a good book one day. I'm curious to know what you think. There's two answers to this question for me personally. Yeah, me too. Um, it it would be Microsoft revealing the Xbox One yeah, yeah. and the lead up to that and the aftermath of that, and also uh, yeah, No Man's Sky. I I they could print out. I said, if if Sean Murray really, really wants to make even more money, right, get all of your internal emails, <laughs> print them, put them in a book, and sell it for 20 quid, because I would pay that and more, <laughs> just to read what was going on when, you know, like, after every perform, like, after every showing of the game, to read the emails that went back and forth about that, after uh, the release of the game, and the build-up to the game, everything, I'd, I'd Kill, kill a man to read those emails. I'd be absolutely 
oh mate could you imagine oh, and the emails between them and Sony and I'd, that's the one that I'm most interested in definitely that and the Microsoft Xbox One launch stuff what, what was yours Matt was it the um, same or well there's Junior Gun Forever which is probably obvious Just, really well yeah cause it, like, over 10 years like, all the things that have changed and I love to hear about the early bills or what they had in store and 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 then the other one's obviously like Half Life, like you know Half Life Three. What what's happened? Was it? Had, did anything happen? Oh, that's a good wise? shout, actually. You know, so much. Well, nothing's been shown. Obviously, people have wanted it for ten plus years now. It's just to know what's happening in that and to focus on that particular game w- would be a, a, a fascinating. There's probably loads of great examples to be fair, but those are the first two that jumped to me. So we yeah, didn't I, mention that at Gamescom, but that that Half Life Three uh, piss take advert. That- <laughs> that German company put up yeah. was was absolute genius. Yeah. I loved it so much. What what a f- what a funny thing. To, did you see it, Matt? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Literally typing Halo 3 editors that have played it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, really clever. Yeah. But yeah, sorry, Sean. Uh, no, I was just going to say, aside from, you know, games that have been through development hell, I, I would equally like to see, um, you know, just the inner workings of, studios that consistently fucking nail it like like you know getting to the development process behind something like bayonetta or mario galaxy or something like that and just being like how do you just like how do you make games that are that fucking perfect like is it is it loads of like you know churning through ideas and actually loads of them are shit and people's feelings get hurt or is it actually just everyone's that fucking talented and they're all just really smart and know what they're doing and um, I think there's there's an equal amount to be learned from that. And it's also worth pointing out that I think if... Uh, so, you know, Broken Age, um, I think if that hadn't had a documentary made about it, that would be another game on this list in this sort of like, well, you know, how the fuck they ended up... You know, they got three and a half million and then it ended up releasing in two halves and it was all weird and no one knew what was going on. But that, but that documentary exists and is wicked. So, Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to have seen the emails about Rocket League as that blew up. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Because technically Rocket League was a sequel, right? It was yeah, yeah. they had that weird weird game on the um was it PS3 it originally came out on. Had some really long title. Yeah. Um yeah. I don't think anyone could ever predicted how successful that game was gonna be. Yeah. Um I suppose no you put Minecraft in that as well. Like Yeah. <laughs> I would love to have seen the email where Notch was like Bye. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm worth a gazillion now. Bye. So, Bye. Dave, you basically want to see loads of e- just loads of emails. That's that's basically you it's want to see a massive book of printed emails. Well, isn't isn't that the the best bits? <laughs> it just be loads of, like approvals and like a really boring workflow process. No, obviously you? you'd be selective. It wouldn't be just all of the really shit emails. Um, yeah. No, it, it would be. Do you do an FOI request on game developers? Is that a thing? <laughs> See, I'd, I'd like to do 22 cans. I'd, oh, I'd like to know what's going on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. Well, after that um, rock, paper, shotgun interview <laughs> went up. Yeah. No, nah, man, I don't I don't think you can top No Man's Sky. No. Like, all the stuff that come out around that I game. I don't know. I think the 22 can stuff, like, especially like with um, Goddess and all that kind of stuff. And you know, Would you take the 22 there? can stuff over the Xbox One stuff? That's tough. This was one of the way more interesting because yeah. they had to change everything. Yeah. After that reveal, what happened with inside Microsoft? 
and well, then no, how they got rid of Don Matrick. You know, they clearly thought what they were showing was incredible and, you know, people turned them so quickly. Yeah, that would be fascinating to see like the year before, you know, two years after that, the whole sort of three-year journey. It would be amazing, yeah. Do you think there was at least one guy there that just went, I'm not so sure this is a good idea. Oh, yeah, there's probably <laughs> loads of like, people who went senior management, like, no, yeah. this isn't very good, but, you know, yeah, they obviously, true. to their superiors, have to say, oh, yeah, it'll, it'll do well, but... Can you imagine also, like, Major Nelson, like, how are we going to spin this? You know, how are we, we going to make this and Major look Nelson, okay? Major Nelson's email back to the main studio after they just, like, all this, they made him say all this shit about how it was impossible to do it <laughs> without the DAR, DRM stuff. And then they announced that, yeah, we're removing all the DRM stuff. <laughs> like, Major Nelson going, oh, guys, Angry Joe's going to really take the piss out of me now. <laughs> <laughs> what is what does Major Nelson do now? What's the point in him? He's a he's a spokesperson. Isn't he? He's just a mouthpiece, yeah, I suppose. I still it still feels like that he they just plucked him out of a ballroom and he was wearing suits one day and then had to wear all these just <laughs> shit. wears like a backwards <laughs> baseball cap. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The that, that was like that the transformation of JLR. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> or Mark Cerny, did you see him up like the first time they revealed the? Um, the PS4, he just looked like he, he was gonna, he was about to collapse. And then the next time you saw him, it looked like he'd been on a holiday for a month. <laughs> He's just coming <laughs> back, like all tanned and stuff. It was, it was nuts. Um, yeah. All right. uh, have there been any like really great gaming documentaries? I don't mean apart from like indie game and movie. Uh, anything else like indie game and movie that would be really interesting to watch? There's, I'll tell you what, do you know Kim Justice? In, I know. Uh, I yeah, believe not. you mentioned it before, right? Yeah, there's so much content on that channel of that's really good, and it's all about all this kind of stuff. Like she's been doing like these um like retrospectives on like everything basically. She just did Psygnosis. Oh yeah, and it's um it's really good. Honestly, it's um yeah, I've started backing it because it's it's yeah, there's there's so much content and it's it's really yeah. good quality. What was the audio book you sent me? Because we should recommend that again, uh, James. I remember you. Oh, that was one the... with the racist accents in it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've forgotten the name. I it, it, well, basically there was um uh yeah an audio book about the launch of the it started console at the SNES, War. it was didn't Console it? Wars. Console yeah. Wars. Yeah. yeah. Really, really good. Listen, like really good. Highly recommend that. And it, um, as far as I'm aware, is it um Seth Rogen has bought the rights to the movie for it? No. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, so that'll be interesting if ever, that ever comes out because there's some there's in, some incredible stories in that, mm. some really really interesting shit. Um, yeah, uh, Double Fine Kickstarter documentary can't recommend it enough. The Double Fine have done loads of interesting things. Uh, they did a series of uh, videos about uh, the making the Grim Fandango remaster. Um, they did when Massive Chalice was being developed. They did like loads of interviews from the developers on that. That was really cool. Um, probably others. I wouldn't recommend. I think it was just called Video Games: The Movie. Bad, bad film. Just again, you know, one of those ones where it, it's, it's a thing about video games, and it has to start with the video games have moved on from the bleeps and bloops of the nineteen eighties, and now they're <laughs> worth a billion squillion dollars. And it's I just fuck off, man. This ain't the yeah, grandma's pack, see... man. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't want to see any like videos where they start off with pictures of Pong. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh god, that is the worst. Remember Pac-Man? Well, now games look like this. And it's like, and they're Lara showing like Soldier of Fortune. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what is good. Uh, going back a long way, but it, it's interesting to see parallels with uh, modern day. There was um, there used to be a show in the eighties called Commercial Breaks on the BBC. Yeah. And they. Oh, you mean the. The yeah, piano, yeah. So they, basically, yeah. they were doing. They did an episode on the uh, video games industry in the eighties, and it was um, basically they were focusing on Imagine Software. And basically, what the film crew didn't realize is that as they were there filming Imagine Software, Imagine Software were going out of business. Um, oh shit! And it's fucking. They got the entire thing. Yeah, it's yeah. fascinating, <laughs> and because it, it's just really interesting because it's all about. Um, so they were trying to make this game Bandersnatch, and it's sort of just got like completely out of control in that they were talking about doing uh, it's going to have to come with like an extra piece of hardware to make your spectrum more powerful and they're like yeah you know we're thinking of selling like a version with like a, a vinyl record with a soundtrack on it and just and like the distributors just, just can't handle it like they're just like what the fuck is this this is nonsense what are you talking about and of course you know, that's stuff that people happily pay more for now but yeah it's yeah. really interesting i think it's on youtube um, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. you can get it on yeah. there. The double fine stuff, um, Sean. Mm. How do you get to watch that at this point? That is that is all on YouTube. There's. Um, oh, is if, it really? Yeah, if you paid for it, as I did, there were like extra bits that focused on specific members of staff and stuff, which were really good. Um, which I think you can still pay for if you want. But yeah, the whole thing's on YouTube now. So, well, not the whole thing. Nice. The, the, all the main episodes. Speaking of um, gaming programs, obviously tonight, uh, tonight being Monday, the fifth was the first episode of Go Eight Bit, that Dara O'Brien show on Dave. Oh yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm recording this, but I'm quite interested to see what that's like. Well, that's yeah, adapted from because Go Eight Bit has existed previously, hasn't it? It's those two fellas who I think are on the show with Dara O'Brien doing it, but they used to do it as like a live show, um, and yeah, they've managed to sell the rights. Yeah, like... the, uh, also, we know someone that worked on it. All right. Um, yeah, the, the guy that was uh, 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 Tony Edwards from Fountain Studios is working on that one. So uh, I, I've i got uh, an interest in that. I've actually got it TiVo'd. I'm going to probably watch it after cool. we finish recording. Next question, James fucking hell. Okay. Cloud. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know that was going, but anyway. Cloud Panda says Cloud Panda says, Congrats James on purchasing yourself a PS4. Looking forward to your opinions on certain games that you may have missed out over the years in future episodes. Now that you own a PS4, I've compiled a list of games that I'm interested to know on whether you plan to play them. So he's got Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. That's interesting. Are you gonna play them? Yeah, I mean You've got it to play Heavy Rain. David hates Beyond, but what what's up with that? Beyond is awful. It's <laughs> just really, really, really bad. Yeah. Um, but Heavy Rain, I think, would still be interesting. Yeah. Is it? Are, are both of these available on PS4 though, or are they yeah. only? Yeah. yeah they they, they okay. recently, uh, last month, like, right, recently, they released a version with both of them on PS4. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, they they're going for really cheap at the moment. You could get them both for like, was it like twenty quid or something? Okay, then we got the last of us remastered. Well, Matt sent me that, so that's that's. And then no, no, I've sent oh, you Uncharted got... Collection. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah you've got to play right, Last yeah. of Us. That is up there, my favorite games of all time. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. I I want to play the um the DLC. You see, yeah, so. yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I never actually got to play that, but yeah, that's a cracking game. And we got 
Eco and Shadow of the Colossus collection. Well, I've played Eco before, but Shadow of the Colossus, I will play that. I I I've, I think that will still be as good as. Well, I mean, I played the HD collection, mm. and it still still felt absolutely mind blowing, like more so than uh, Eco did, because that 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 kind of felt dated in its mechanics, whereas. I suppose Shadow Colossus did to a certain extent, but nowhere near as much as uh, Eco. Yeah, Eco's dated quite badly, unfortunately. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we'd have to play them by PS now, though, which is. Was it? Did you ever? ever do you not have a PS uh, PS3, James? No. Uh, okay. No, I not Oh, maybe that's worth doing then. Oh, no, I might, I'm gonna give PS now a go. I think because they got like a free trial for a week. Yeah. And uh, just see if it works I or not. used my. PS Now trial to just play like the first forty minutes of Bioshock Infinite again. That's a, that is a good just, way to spend yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, do you know what? I just want to walk through that again and see it. And I did. It was nice. Yeah. It's cracking that intro. Then he's got Journey, and that's yep. that's PS Plus game this month. So yeah, I, I was going to buy that, and then I was really delighted to hear that it was um it's free. So that's kind of good. And then The Witness, which. I don't know because I I don't like puzzle games very much. So oh, okay. yeah, don't about, don't play that. I was say, yeah, it's about as pure as puzzle games get. So, and it's Jonathan Blow as well. And, you know, it's, uh... <laughs> Your best mate. Slagging off Jay. Yeah, I just I don't. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> are, you, anyway. are you only like him because you found the star thing like really early on? <laughs> That's the only no, reason. No, I, I I like him because like I I've communicated with him via email in the past. And he's just been normal and nice, so I've never understood this. Like, oh, he's so pretentious, he doesn't like talking to yeah, anyone. So why is... But he's such a dickhead on those, on like... On train every interview he's yeah. been on, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, when he did... Don't you remember when he was on He was on stage for the PS4, and then he was like, oh, now all the all the shooty games are over, we can look at this one. I it's think people really thought that was a lot more snide than it was actually meant to be, I think. How do you know what it was meant to be? I mean, he actually come out and went, oh, how am I going to follow all of those explosions? That's what he said. And it was kind of like, oh, man. Yeah, but do you not think that could just be genuine anxiety about the fact that he's just seen a load of exciting trailers and now he's got a show game about walking around drawing lines on panels? No, no, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) No, no fucking way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,. Yeah, and then there was that whole thing about it. Was it an indie game, the movie? Nobody understood the game that, that I wanted them no, to see, understand. No, see, again, you, like, everyone slags him off for that. <laughs> what I took, on genuinely, before I even knew Stop people were being excuses. weird about it, my the way I read that was he considered it his failure that he failed to communicate what he was trying to. Not that, not that everyone else is too thick. But I don't know, man. It really did sound like he was going... Oh, they liked my game, but not for the reasons I wanted them to. But you see, but you see Dave, I can put my point across without putting on a funny voice. So <laughs> you've already won. You're, you're losing that battle. Sean. <laughs> he loves funny voices. I do. <laughs> I love funny voices. Go on, next. Okay, so then we're going to move on to tweets. Oh, um, can we? This. We'll keep this short because we're two yeah, hours. We've got a lot of these. If you do want to tweet us, it's um at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Um, Ada Black says, um, it's a bit early, but have you guys again picked out for playing at the Christmas break? No. Uh, I no, can't believe you mentioned Christmas. It's September. Ada Black, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Okay. 
<laughs> so Fine Excuses um, says, uh, Ever Jane, did you try it? And if so, whose lives did you ruin? Well, we've already been over that. Good bit, bit of editing there, James. Go on, <laughs> next. <laughs> okay. Hayes Red Mist says, Will we ever see Farley's Game Club return? No. no. Next question. Yep. Okay, next we've got uh, Stuart Baker UK. Now that James no, has finally next seen question. Sense, Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> God, what was this? What did he say? Now that James has finally seen Sense and got a PS4, is there any old PS games you'd like to see get an HD remake? Uh, Skate 3. Yeah. Um, then we've got Michael has written in and he says, uh, after last week's Ever Jane discussion, what fictional universe would you play an MMORPG in where you wouldn't fuck around? Oh, but oh, where you like, would just which, take uh, it. This is a good question. Serious. Yeah, we'd take yeah. it deadly serious. Fuck, is oh, there where any? you would actually roleplay it properly? Probably fucking Mass Effect. Maybe that, I think I'd have to just, just take that seriously. I think <laughs> I don't think I could, and 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 I think I could because like you can be a twat and it still be within the context of the game. Like, yeah. uh, there's a whole sort of sub game, a meta game for that. Where you're dickhead shepherd, do you know what I mean? So you could yeah. get away with it. Um, Matt, I'm dying to hear what you, your answer is to this. Yeah, I've got so many. My, my first, my first, uh, first thought in my head was Goonies. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, I don't know what? why. The Goonies MMO. <laughs> you <just> play it. <laughs> I'll be all right. So you basically got to make a kid, and then you get to pick his power which is either he's good at tech or he's just yeah know, what were the, what were the other good kids at good at shuffle yeah, the other yeah one could just... spin the other one was there was a fat one yeah. there was one that spoke spanish um <laughs> there was there was like the the the, the good looking guy who well it was that no, the his, one was that, that had power? a brother that was literally his personality the that one that power. had the brother <laughs> yeah um and the only one with a character arc in that film as well but uh <laughs> I I don't know maybe I I would probably take a dad's army one seriously. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? The office. <laughs> would you? Yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, dad's oh, army. That's great. That's what about really last funny of the when he said that to his name. <laughs> no, it's just like ha- hammer X to go down the hill in a bathtub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem is you can't. You can't really take the piss out of Last of Summer Wine anymore because Stuart Lee did it so perfectly <laughs> that you just can't. <laughs> when he was talking about, oh, we, we we can't get, we haven't got a train station, so we'll build our own train station. I mean, I can't do it justice. Go and watch Stuart Lee talking about Last of Summer Wine. It's absolutely you know, incredible. How good would Only Fools and Horses be? Like, someone would seriously say, oh, you got to start oh, your own business at the bar. That's the one. <laughs> That's the like, one. You know, you would have to go down the market and buy, like, Oh, well, I'll go somewhere and get like loads of old dodgy hand dryers and stuff and stuff it in your limited inventory house. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but the problem is that everyone would be Del Boy and that's not why Only Fools and oh Horses God, just oh good, No, say. no, fuck that. Good night, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> yes! That is a great answer. Hang on, why do all these have to be based on like rubbish sitcoms <laughs> from the 90s? Because they're the only things love. we take seriously, James. <laughs> Good night, hello, hello. So good because you'll be like, you'll go back into like, what you know, the forties or whatever it was, or whatever, and then you'll be playing like, <laughs> you were playing modern hits, and then people are like, oh, no, you would just be travelling through time, fucking the first woman you found in every time zone. You know what I mean? That's that's what that show's about. <laughs> what if, um, what if you had an MMO that was based on your life, 
and you played as yourself and all the other players had to play as people that you know. So whenever Whoa. they were just doing anything remotely out of character, you'd be like, for fuck's sake! You fucking didn't say that, you idiot! Why would you... I think that's right. Like, like sort of a... a um, how about a gaming podcast MMO? Yeah. Where, like, someone will come in as... Um, uh, someone will come in as Leon Cox mm. and go, oh, this game's well shit, fuck <laughs> this. And then you'd be like, no, you wouldn't say that. You're breaking it. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's speaking too fast. <laughs> you, you, you're not. You're using words with only three syllables in them. <laughs> uh, I love you, Liam. Right? Is that the end of the show? I think that's the end of the show, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, Matt, is there anything you want to say about websites? Well, um, only that this show is obviously available on iTunes. Uh, leave us a review if you wanted. That'd be awesome. We're on Pocket Please Cast. Please do. Yeah. We we're, were on Twitter, obviously we're at Computer Game Pod. We're also on Facebook, Twitch, and the usual. And new episodes go up weekly on our YouTube channel. Just search for the Computer Game Show over there. And that's about it. Tell your friends we're here. Let them know that we're a good laugh, isn't it? We're all fun. And um, we have jokes and that. Yeah, it's, and, it's, uh, it's just a bit of fun. Just, it's, you know, no hard feelings. Everyone's friends, so that's fine. Uh, yeah, please tweet Matt and James because I know, you know, I went a little bit overboard at the start there, right? But I'm doing it for you. So, you know, fucking have a little bit of appreciation for the amount of work that I put in to try and get this shower of shit together. You know what I mean? Yeah, Thanks I just wanted it. to say once again, um, obviously, you know, uh, this week's face is really good. So give it a listen. Yeah. Matt, I I, did, I, I, I don't know okay? if you're having a laugh or a joke or, it or whatever. You can plug your show as much as you want on this. I have not got a problem. What I've got a problem about is you wasting content. We're trying to put on a weekly show. It's fucking hard to do. It is fucking hard to do. And what I don't need is a couple of pricks just ruining it. Okay? This <laughs> is too much, Dave. Why is it too it's much? Because like... <laughs> it's not that much. You know, it's not that bad. It's just, you know... A little exclusive. I spend time and effort on this, and you would like. I would appreciate you guys doing that as well. All right, because then we can actually create something here. Dave, 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 Dave. Thanks for living it. Ooh.